yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Champions League Finals, let's go, baby! <laughs> this is your host, Mark Caballero here. It is Thursday, May the 24th, and this is episode numero 25, number 25 of the Puro Caballero Show. Porting live here from the South Bay, got a special guest, my good friend, why don't you introduce yourself here? Hello, my name's Alan Miller. Thank you for having me. Give him a nice little pop. Boom, 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 boom. There we go. First there we go. Nice. One. First solo solo show. I think you've been on like couple of, like couple of the other like in like when I, I recorded uh, when yeah. like we were watching like the fights and the stuff. UFC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First 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 little uh, little solo or not solo. First first time you're solo as a guest, but that don't make sense. So. Anyway, we're just going to get right to it. <laughs> I'm talking nonsense. It's the champions, and this dude is like the biggest Liverpool fan I know. So we had to come on and we had to talk about this shit because I'm fucking hyped. Like, just as, like, a, a, as a neutral fan, like, I'm pretty damn hyped. It's an amazing matchup of teams uh, that are going to go out there and play in this final on Saturday. And uh, so yeah, what are you what are you looking out for? What are you looking for? Like it's gonna I'm be try and remain as, <laughs> as unbiased as I can on this episode. <laughs> no, be you, man. But... Be you, dude. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you can say fuck Ronaldo, a little <laughs> playboy, <laughs> like fucking pussy out there flopping like a motherfucker, oh, like a yeah. goddamn fish. <laughs> the best of his generation. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Play the world. yeah. That is true, but he's, yeah, he's also the best. <laughs> 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 he's the fanboy of me will say fuck Ronaldo. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> bit for real though. Oh my goodness. But yeah, the Reds—they're solid this season. They're like this is probably like the most solid Liverpool team I've ever seen. It is very, very unexpected, very liberating. I'm, I think I've come into the fandom, Liverpool fandom, at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I just—I started watching soccer a couple years ago. Kind of picked the team. Kind of you know fell into it, and then now we got Klopp. Watching starting to build his empire and they're taking off and it's right in the midst of I don't know when that you peak as a fan or not I don't know if that's the right word but it's kind of t- taking off I'm getting heavily involved and it's just it's beautiful football to watch it's a, it is really amazing just as like as a sports fan in general the way they play is like so just out there they're just like 100% running and gunning and just go you exactly. get the ball and just like we're attacking and it's like you got to reward the team that is the aggressor in a lot of, like, sports a lot of times. And, like, football, world football, soccer, is, like, one of the one of the sports where it can, like, get real bogged down and defensive and nasty, especially in the English Premier League. And so kudos to, like, Liverpool able to, like, just, like, say, screw all y'all, we're going to do our shit, and just then just, like, in. score goals guns left and right. Yeah, guns blazing. Very entertaining. It's a very FIFA style football. <laughs> very. Everyone just tries to put up like five goals a game. I swear. But yeah, I don't want to knock Man United because like they finished second. But I, I think watching the styles, comparing and contrasting, 
I'm very happy that we are club and that's the style of football we play because you sit there and I see Man United they have world class players but they just sit back and they just wait and they just wait and it's very right. very boring it limits the amount of chances they get to like score goals in the game a lot of times too I see like Pogba especially is one of those dudes where it's like they're not letting him go yeah. and he's hitting he's playing line back deeper yeah. he's like playing defensive he's tracking back like taking up space in areas guarding defending guys and it's like he could do that he's very good versatile but that's like you're not utilizing him to his best exactly. it's like making Kobe like your number one primary like defender on a team yeah. and like not caring if he scores which yeah, is like you're like what are you doing yeah like <laughs> not running plays for him yeah. and stuff. you know what I mean like stuff like that you're like what are you doing it's like kind of like Mark Jackson was like limiting Steph Curry by calling a bunch of David Lee post-ups and mm-hmm. shit like that. It's like, what are you doing, bro? Like, I'll go out there, run a gun. Like, this dude is like one of the greatest, like, shooting ball handling point guards ever. Let him fucking eat. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, eat his skill set. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's but, frustrating because they always try to, like, take new exciting players and they peg them into, like, that style. And mm-hmm. it's just like, Alexi Sanchez is not like optim. They're not optimizing him and how he yeah. can play Lukaku. They don't, I don't feel like they don't optimize Lukaku. him. Lukaku. <laughs> you had to get one. Yeah, I had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get one. Oh shit! Yeah, but they have like spurts and moments. But Liverpool's just like the whole season has just been balls to the walls, and they have the talent to do it too. Well, so. let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe after this summer we can we can challenge for the league title. Yeah, leagues are like difficult. Those are like sustained excellence over a I whole we, season. I think we have the perfect squad for obviously, you know, your squad can get better, but I think we have the perfect squad for Champions League football because you can't really sit back game after game and try to win a point. Right. Like you have to go for the kill. And, you know, 30, what, 38 games in the prime, it's like you got teams just fighting to stay up like that's their mm-hmm. main goal. All right, we're going to come in. We'll just sit back. We're just gonna get a point off Liverpool and mm-hmm. try to fight. But exactly, yeah, leagues are a lot more difficult that way. And the th- the thing is too with leagues is they're the the teams are very much more familiar with each other. They're familiar with the different players. And sometimes they grew up in their different academies, or they played on the same teams, or mm-hmm. you know, like whatever it is. Um, it's just like the familiarity right there that you get with just with playing a domestic same domestic league. Just mm-hmm. there's that aspect too. And then it's also like in champions, like you're getting like a, a multitude of different type of styles. Mm-hmm. So if like Liverpool is one of those styles where if like you see them all the time, or if like you have players that are familiar with like how they how their movements are, and so they know they like they have to be super tepid at certain certain moments. Mm-hmm. The Champions League teams are not necessarily aware of like those those scenarios and stuff like that too. Like granted, they watch film and everything, but when you get on the pitch, it's like something exactly. different. A lot of right? times, the first time playing them. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. So it's different, especially because Liverpool ne- hasn't necessarily been this deep in like a lot of tournaments <laughs> exactly. before. <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah. we haven't made champions in back to back years until next season. <laughs> right. All right. It's been a little while. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's true. Could could like even if you wouldn't have made top four, you could have pulled the Chelsea. And just oh, like won it, like <laughs> just like fucking ran it again. So, <laughs> so much, it's even more on the line. Oh my god, yeah, for real. Oh my god, they came through too. That was a crazy season. I remember oh, freaking. Man. I know you're not like you, you have some different feelings, but freaking Fernando Torres coming in oh, <laughs> like man. after he was just playing like freaking like freaking guano out there, like mm-hmm. just horrible. He was playing. He was just. 
such a like overrated guy that they he snatched out from uh, from your squad, um, and then just bounced around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I didn't definitely did not end the season. We made it more difficult than we should have. Yeah, like you fucking draw against West Brom and some of these lower Stokes and lower teams. It's it's just frustrating, but that's how it happens. You got. Your squad is, you know, thinned out by injuries, and you gotta rotate guys that aren't used to playing in positions. And it's true. But they say we don't do it the, the easy way. That's true. But we're we're into next year, so that's very one game left. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, so that's that kind of like the yin and the yang about like being a squad like that because mm-hmm. they give up a lot of goals too, and they're just like they get uh, a lot of openings on the counters if they don't like, capitalize necessarily, and. Uh, yeah, they can get they can get opened up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's always the and definitely in this this matchup too. We're, we're gonna see on Saturday because this is like one of the most like potent fire uh, firepower squads out there, if not the most if over the last few few seasons. Because they were like back to back Champions Leagues uh, champions, and uh, I think two years ago they won. Uh, a, a double, if not a tri- a triple, mm-hmm. a treble, right? Uh, so I know they won the league. I'm not sure about the Copa. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to remember. Because I know Barca won both of those this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so Real, this is their only chance to bring in hardware. Um, that means anything. But I mean, as a fan, like this is probably the matchup that you would want. Yeah, of all the teams that were left. I Definitely. Mean, not trying to knock Roma or who was who, who did or uh, Bayern, but it's just like yeah, you got Ronaldo. I wouldn't highest, mind Bayern though. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, I got something against Bayern. But anyway, <laughs> it's you got Ronaldo. Why? Well, speak on that. What's up? With, what's up? Why don't you? I don't know. Them? I just I just they're just the stable team. Yeah. They're like the the freaking shark. They're just the team in Germany. In Germany, like, yeah. everybody goes. They were just you know they yeah, every team. Players. Yo, they, they just, just get the best German players. They just hit, yeah. I mean, you they literally that much do. Money, you're that good. You know for sure you're gonna have Champions League football. You know you're gonna be at least in the semis of the. Uh, I can't. I don't know the, the name of the the Doka, I can't pronounce the the, do, the, the Dokal or Pokal yeah. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> the German <laughs> domestic cup. Yeah. And then you know you're gonna be at the top every year. It's, I don't know. That's kind of, that kind of bugs me about soccer. Is like some of these guys they go to like to the big clubs. It's like why wouldn't you want to be like on these kind of like second tier teams that have potential and try to like earn something it's, know, that's kind of yeah it's I don't know it's a little different when you're like depends on what your your, your goal is yeah. in, in your in your career some guys have different goals and different different uh, aspirations some dudes will be the last dude on the end of the bench but like on the best squad like around and mm-hmm. they'll feel content because they know if any minute that they do earn is like well earned yeah. that way because then, then otherwise sometimes you know how it is like the talent everywhere can't necessarily keep up all the time Yeah. so That's like true. every domestic league is not the same as well and so like you, you get the some of the richer ones or the more talent deep ones like in Europe and in certain parts in Latin America MLS, I'm not even gonna put in that that plane, <laughs> like uh, at all. The um, 
I guess when I say something like that, I guess I'm I'm just meaning more like like the Prem, and I'm thinking yeah. in terms of like Liverpool. I was like, yeah. why would you choose City over Liverpool? If I I don't know. If it's like, it's also the 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 town you live in, and like the the that that kind of uh, sometimes for some of them the opulence of like Man City because yeah. they they're just like just bankrolled like a motherfucker. Yeah. Um, they just got like you know money just you know pouring out of the sink mm-hmm. out there. Um, you know, freaking the the what is it? They're Qatari, right? Like the owners, or yeah. Um, who is their? Are you talking about their sponsor? Uh, no, like the their own their owners. Where they're from? Where are they from? I just know they got the oil money. They got that's that oil I, money, bro. They like that Scrooge McDuck money, yeah. bro. They be diving in pools full of <laughs> <Yeah>. coins. <laughs> that's like, dude. How much? How much? How awesome would that be if you had a pool full of coins, even if it was like pennies or something, and just drove dove right into it? Honestly, it probably could hurt. <laughs> probably could hurt, but like I, that would be like a bucket list thing to do. Say fuck it, I did it. <laughs> Gold coins, bro. That would be some like. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'd be diving in there. I could probably step in there. Yeah. <laughs> Take my picture for the gram. I'm gonna dive head first, you yeah. know. Dive, dive feet first, maybe. Take the impact. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, anyway, yeah, man, those dudes have so much money, though. They just, like, get players just for the fuck of it, kind of. It's like, you see you see their transfer rumors, like, every season, and it's just like... That's ridiculous. <laughs> you're like, are you serious? Like, yeah. It's crazy. TV money. So these, these deals are really off the chain. Yeah, they, they came up, Man City, uh, because of that. There's a couple squads that did that. PSG, another one, that, like, came up because of the... Mm-hmm. That, uh, that bankroll, that finance. They were in League 3, like, not too long ago, though. Right. So can't, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of cool to see them kind of rise up. It's true. At the same time, it's like how, they ri- how they've risen. Yeah. Uh, all right. Right. But every team's got to spend money, so. It's true. I mean, we can even go to, like, Chelsea. They have Abramovich. That's, like, that's Russian oligarch money. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know. Get it how you can. Dude, it's crazy. In Mexico, like, all the big clubs are all sponsored by, like, one of the big TV corporations. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, um, some, some of the big beer sponsors and stuff like that. They're, like, it's always, like, a couple, like, super huge companies in Mexico <laughs> like, that control, like, the, a lot of the power in, like, in, their, in the football leagues. It's crazy. But, uh, yeah. Didn't you say in Colombia they got their, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the cartels? <laughs> Cartel teams. Oh, the cartels literally <laughs> owned so the, the yeah. Pablo Escobar owned the team, bro. He owned the squad. And the, the the Cali cartel, they had a squad. Like, bro, how crazy was that, dude? That's real life shit, bro. You imagine? I'm like, all right, I'm just like, I'm playing for nuts. So now I'm out here like doing my thing, and like, oh yeah, the owner's Pablo Escobar, yeah. <laughs> and, and like he happens to invite me over to his ranch after. Like, some money real quick. Let me buy a team. Oh, for real, bro. That's, yeah, that's one way to do it, bro. <laughs> they don't have like the the stringent like financial record like scanning yeah. that they do in like the NBA or the NFL right. or or these other big leagues. Or see back in the day. Yeah, man, the eighties for sure. They're like, whoo, you got how much? <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> let's, let's do it. Like, you want you want how much for this team? And just like paid all the dope the dopest talent around to come play for them. Can you imagine how crazy it was? I mean, obviously, like, some dudes actually legitimately died. What's his name? Freaking, um, the other, 
Escobar, the defender who like fucked up in the World Cup and had an own goal in like the the knockout stage or the group round, the groups the group stages. And um yeah, one of the cartel members was like in a club with him and like shot him and killed him. Yeah. And it was like cause he was just like probably like out of his mind and like was just upset. And, yeah. You royally screwed us over. Yeah, and like the whole team, it was like one of those like defeats because I think they lost to the U.S. like in the first game, and that was his fuck up that like led to the loss, mm-hmm. pretty much. And so like it deflated the whole squad, and they like didn't play good at all like afterwards, and they just like went like left the World Cup like oh for three or like you had you know, like three losses or like one draw, two two losses or something like that. The catalyst, the lot, the cat- the loss that catalyzed. That yeah. did not make sense. Please yell at Yeah. <laughs> it just demoralized the whole Set team. Off the whole I think they drew their yeah. middle game and then and then lost the last one. But it was uh yeah, they had a bad performance. And they were like one of the top clubs coming up in like world like in the whole world pretty much. Yeah. They had a bunch of talent on the on those teams and there was they were like ranked in the FIFA rankings like top ten, top five ish. Like they were they were Dominating against Brazil, Argentina, all the other Latin American teams, and just like, damn, you gotta give these dudes respect. But then they just like fell on their face in the World Cup. I think it was like '94. Yeah, it was a few years after Pablo had died already, though. But uh, yeah, that was the documentary they did on uh, ESPN. So shout out to Thirty for Thirties. Check that one out. What's annoying though is like they took it off all the other streaming platforms, and they're just keeping them up on ESPN's own ESPN Plus. Yeah. So you gotta pay for that now. To get access to all their exclusive shit, because they put the Kobe Bryant detail on there, yeah, and they put like, a couple other things on there. But if like you, I guess if you have cable, I guess it comes with it. But or maybe not, because I have my family's cable subscription, like logged into ESPN, so that's how I like use it to stream. And like, yeah, I guess I don't know. I haven't like I like tried watching some stuff and it would let me, but I don't know. I got, How about not a shout out to ESPN? How did you put that shit back on? Netflix? Yeah, for real, bro. Yeah. Restricted my uh, back when Bill Simmons was running knowledge. shit. Like, what's so good? Yeah, <laughs> put it. They put them all on there as soon as they're out. That used to be amazing. I used to watch them all the time. Those literally were my favorite shows on Netflix. <laughs> For real though, that's like the whole documentary section was just like dominated by all those. <coughs> that was my inspiration. That's what I want to do, but I gotta resort to other measures. They'll come back around. Yeah, I'll find them somehow. There's still some of the good ones. Um, that are on Netflix, like some good sports documentaries. You saw the one with like Tyson and with uh, there's like three boxers or whatever that they had. Yeah. When I was doing my uh, boxing documentary, I watched I watched a couple of those to reference. Uh, who's the who's the fighter from Argentina? That uh, one's really good. Is not the Lord. Uh, what was his name? I gotta look it up. Yeah, just Google that. You come up with it real quick. There's that one. There's uh, I think fighter or not fighter. What is it? Uh, what is it? It's one where they watch these dudes that are like youth. Sergio Martinez. Sergio That's Martinez. Guy. Yeah, that was actually kind of uh, that was really interesting to see how it gives you the kind of insight on how corrupt boxing can be. Protecting uh, yeah. what was it? Chavez Jr. Oh yeah. Kind of people in Mexico don't way. fuck with him at all because he's Cause just like man this dude's like not real like really about it he's like come up short so many times in like so many different ways and he like 
you could tell he's like just kind of in there just to capitalize kind of on his dad and like he's good enough to do it but that was some big 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 the biggest yeah the biggest the biggest you can't expect him to exactly so there was a lot of expectations on him just because of who he is and his name and everything but uh yeah i mean if you have to grade out his career like he not even the fact that like okay he was just like uh a tough out because he wasn't it was just like he he would fold a lot of times in fights and like just never was disciplined outside the ring too either and like that didn't always give 100 percent to like or at least close to like his fight camps and everything he was always out there partying and shit like that so like that's I think a bigger thing, regardless of like the the actual how well he did in his fights, yeah. I think it was like the other shit that kind of like just really threw the Mexican fan base off yeah, him a lot. It sounds like he didn't put a hundred percent into his career at all times. Right, and even to the end when he fought Canelo, like it was just like, all right, we're we gonna do this again. Let's like, Damn, but well, that was not even a wasn't even. A, wasn't oh, even a go. fight, bro. That shit was just embarrassing to watch. Yeah. I was like, damn, have a little pride for yourself or something. Like, st- he's sticking his face out there, mm. just getting hit, bro. Like, he wasn't even like. You were on the way to the house. I should have just told you not to come. <laughs> for real, for real. Watch the highlights of that later, man. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah like, watch, like, came in, like, halfway through. And I was like, what's going on out here? <laughs> like, I was like, this is a real fight, bro. Like, that happens on boxing. Like, you get that every so often. Um, Canelo, yeah. wipe the flow with him. Man, yeah, Canelo, man, disappointing. He freaking ate that tainted meat. Yeah, I didn't read too much on that. I just kind of heard the the rumblings, and you know, I don't. I'm not there. I don't know what happened. I've never true. I've never been to Mexico. I don't. I can't speak if that's true or not. It, they, sounds, it sounds like that's like an actual real thing, though, that happens to quite a few people. Yeah, because there's been other people who have gotten caught for the same thing yeah. he did. And so, like, it leads you to believe that there might be some cre- credence to it. Um, at the same time, like, they don't call them Mexican supplements for nothing, either. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's that There's that whole idea of it, too. So. I, guess, I mean, I guess I don't... I, I want to believe the notion that, like, Canelo is kind of more of a stand-up guy and wouldn't yeah. do something like that and cheat the fans, knowing how big his name is in Mexico and how, he's, right. how big he is to the sport. Yeah, exactly, man. He was, like... He had, every, his, his had everything, like, going for him in terms of the way he's, like, prepared himself and the way he's performed mm-hmm. and, like, the way he carries himself but you never and, know. like, who he is, Cause they his personality and, and stuff. They went in and had that draw, you know, it could have... Yeah. He lost that, that fight. Day. He lost that fight, I will say. Yeah. It was kind of disappointing for me to see that, but, like, you know, he was going to get the benefit of the doubt in, in that fight. Yeah. Coming into it, you knew. You knew that was going to happen. Even if it was close, they're going to call it. It's really close, just to have a number two. I think even if he loses by a wide margin, we'd have a number two. Yeah, I mean, whew. The last time we saw like a good two fights in a row was kind of I think the Ward Kovalev, like the with the rematch because they had like a back to back rematch after they fought. The first fight was very interesting, but then Ward just came out and just like, you know, did a did a number on him mm-hmm. in the second fight, which was like more of a surprise. Uh, 
the kind of the first one, how that one landed. Uh, well, actually, the first one was fucking surprising as shit, too, because it was like Kovalev was beating him up and, like, knocked him down. I think the first time in his career, he, could, like, touched the, touched the canvas. He comes back up and then proceeds to, like, in the judge's eye, win, like, seven or eight rounds in a row or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say it. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, there was a couple, you know, you can give, like, two or three or four of those, like, to Kovalev because those are all close rounds. Yeah. Like, you know, they were, were exchanging. But Ward came, did come back, like, in, in just uh, his spirit. And you could tell, obviously, it was in home American soil, too. Another yeah. thing. So it's like. Boxing is a sh- like a shite, shite say, sport. I will, yeah, I will say <laughs> sports that are judged and scored like that. Yeah, probably the worst. Don't watch. leave it to the judges, they say. Don't leave it to the judges. But it's just like <laughs> I mean, it's certain sports like it's almost that's un- how it is. Yeah, it's almost unavoidable. Yeah, you got two dudes and they're like that are world class. Sometimes that's no dude can knock the other guy out because they're both just that good that night. You know, like sometimes that's how it is. Like, you see some crazy wars where both guys are standing and they give them a nice hug. Both of them are like, damn, you fucking did it. Like, like I just took a beating, you just took a beating, and we're just still standing here. <laughs> like, and then they have to give it to somebody. <laughs> like, so it's like, that does happen. But, uh, boxing is a crazy sport, man. I fucking, I fucking love boxing, man. Uh, even if those Mickey Ward versus Arturo Gotti fights. So. Ooh, man, that was like right <laughs> at the beginning of when I remember like watching <laughs> boxing. Oh my god, I've watched that whole like those fights over again on YouTube like a oh, couple times, man. Boxer needs one of those. Ooh, man, dude, did you the best one that I've seen recently, the last couple of years was the um, Anthony Joshua and Klitschko oh, fight. Klitsch, that was a good fight. That was a really good yeah, one because was, he, on the heavyweight level for a heavyweight, yeah, I had everything you wanted. Champion of Europe, champion of the world, apparently. But Deontay's got something to say about that. He had some knockdowns. He had some uh, <sighs> some stingers. Oh man, there was that that uppercut. That up, yeah, oh, I was just about to say God. that uppercut was dirty. Brutal, and he was just landing so many crosses on Klitschko too. And Klitschko was like look, looking as good as he has looked in like maybe five years in that fight because he was looking a little older and slower in some of his previous fights before. And he was like in some of the best shape of his career, which was crazy because he knew he had to bring his A game for oh, Joshua. Is he coming? Is he is he coming back? Is he coming out? Klitschko. I, I heard those. I, think, I heard those rumors. I don't know. He I, he's done it for now, but like I don't know. Dude, speaking of like, is he done or is he not done? Do you hear this shit that happened about Richie Incognito, bro? Mm, I saw it pop up on my Bleacher Report, but I didn't click on it. Bro, the craziest shit, bro. So like, let me break it down to you. I was like reading this shit at work today, going like, holy fuck, <laughs> like, no way. So like, let me give you the, let me break it down for the listeners, the timeline. All right, Richie Incognito, this like offensive lineman, big burly motherfucker, white dude with a bunch of tattoos and shit. Like, Timothy has presence. It's huge. Like, 300 and what? 20 pounds? 330? Like, menacing force on the NFL. He previously had an, uh, an incident where he was bullying another t- ex- uh, a teammate of his at the time when he was on the Miami Dolphins. The, the guy by the name of Jonathan Martin. And it came out leaked to the press. And, like, it just kind of blew up in his face. And I think he got, like, suspended for a while. Or, like, fined. Or, like, he had some, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it went bad. Everyone knew he was kind of crazy, and like there was so many websites like Deadspin and like all of all of them, they they did these long articles, write ups where there was like 
this is the history of Richie Cognito kind of being like a tool <laughs> or like kind of being an asshole because he got like kicked off of like Michigan when he was in college he like got a bunch of altercations when he was in high school and shit like he was a a, a dirty fucking player and like just like was taking dudes out and shit and, but he was just so fucking dominating and good as offensive linemen you, you want guys like that that can make it in the NFL just to be nasty just don't give a fuck um that's kind of the thing the NFL doesn't say. They're trying to be all goody two shoes and shit, but they they, they be looking for guys like that. Um, another topic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is another topic. But like for good reasons though. Like you you want that aggression on the field. So anyway, he's he's like, but he he goes over the line. He he goes over the line and shit. So like he he's bounced around the NFL. He's like was on the Buffalo Bills uh, recently last year. Actually has, has played really well the last few seasons. Made the Pro Bowl last year, and then. Um, in the offseason, he was contemplating retirement because he's played a little while. And O-line, he's taken a lot of damage. So um, um, he uh, he retires. He says he wants to retire. He tells the Bills. So the Bills put him on the retirement list, right? Like, this is about two weeks ago. And then the uh, next day, he decides, you know what? I'm kind of, I don't know. I think I might, I, I do want to come back. I, I might still want to come back. Mm-hmm. And so the Bills... Like, you know, like, ask him, like, all right, you sure you want to come back? He's like, yeah. And so, like, I think, actually, this was last week. And then, so, like, the Bills eventually take him off the retirement list, but then they release him, too. So, they just say, okay, you can sign with anyone if you want because we're not going to, like, wait or wait around for you to, like, come come back and play. We're like, we've already moved on. And so, he's like, all right, cool. That's fine. So, he comes back and then uh, is, like, working out at a gym, right? In, I can't remember where, like in Texas or somewhere, and uh, he's like working out at the gym. They have like apparently like a, a roof area where you can like a track or something you can run around. So he like he's up there and like a worker's up there too, and he sees him dude just like kind of acting weird, like huge guy with his like shirt off. Uh, um, so he's working out in Florida. That's where it was Florida. Yeah. yeah. So he's like got his shirt off, right? Let me see if I get this the story right. And he's like acting all weird and like. The guy comes up to him and like it doesn't even do, say nothing or do anything. He freaking throws it like a tennis ball at him, and it hits the guy like in like or like bounces and like he's the, those are the only two guys up there. So hits it like throws a tennis ball, hits him, doesn't think nothing of it, like whatever. And then like, and then Richie throws like a weight at him and it hits his leg, and which you know it doesn't matter if it's a five pound weight, man. You throw that shit at somebody, that shit's gonna hurt. Like, he fucking do some damage, and so like. He throws it, hits him at the guy, and then eventually they call the police on him because he was like acting weird and like threatening other people, like apparently like in the gym. Oh, he threw a dumbbell at him. Yeah, threw a <laughs> fucking dumbbell at the guy. So he uh, he does that, and then the the police report is just a hilarious thing. So it's like the cop comes and he's like talking to him, and he's like trying to talk to him, and he's like saying like, uh, um, "Look, uh, what the fuck." Uh, like, people are saying you're acting a little weird or whatever. And he's, like, uh, he wouldn't let him, like, come anywhere near him. And he was just, like, uh, like this is my playground <laughs> or something like that. He was telling the cop this. And he was saying, like, you know, like, people, like, are, are spying on me. People are listening to me. Like, I can't have anybody with a Bluetooth uh, or a cell phone near me because, like, I have, like, NSA, like, level three documents with me and they're trying to infiltrate me and the oh, government shit. yeah like, and the government's coming after me and, and uh he was saying that like uh apparently he was hopped up on this shroom tech like this on it like uh 
shroom tech shit i tweeted at them and they freaking responded to me about oh, it yeah. they're like no our shit's like you know 100% lab test and, blah, 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 and yeah, all this not stuff associated with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i was like tw- i like added him added joe rogan added aubrey marcus the founder of on it <laughs> like, added joey diaz because like all their fucking podcasts are sponsored by on it and they always like be drop name dropping it but shroom tech i never used it but it could be good yeah, but um there's a guy walking around with headphones on ignito said yeah. I'm running NSA class level three documents through my phone. I can't have anybody in the Bluetooth capability of me or taking pictures of me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then, and then like the cop, and he, like he, the cop asked, he asked him like, uh, like, uh, why do you have like level documents or whatever? And he's just like, well, you're not on like my, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't have high enough clearance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The cop, the yeah, cops the didn't cops have high. It's <laughs> like so you don't have high enough clearance. I can't tell you. <laughs> crazy, bro. He went uh, like insane, just super nutty, and they arrested him. And the funniest part is like when they describe arresting him, the officer said he had to use two handcuffs to like and like freaking uh, had to cuff the two handcuffs together because yeah, he couldn't so fit. Weird. It couldn't fit around <laughs> his back. <laughs> Yo, can you imagine? That dude is like a wall of a human being. And I know you were looking up his shit, like his dirty play and like yeah. all that stuff in the back in the past. Yeah, he he's got like a, a crazy, crazy history. So this is like the next thing of it. Yeah, Shroom Tech tweeted out, we don't know Richie, but we hope he feels better soon. Yeah, yeah, that's what they told me, bro. That's what they told oh, me. Bro, bro. Speaking of which, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Puro Caballero. <laughs> Yo, like, they tweeted me. They're all like, they fucking retweeted that shit. It was hilarious. Um, it's not a show without a plug. They got to plug myself. This is my own show. I hardly ever plug my own show, though. When I'm, like, off of it, though. I got to do better. We all got to do better. Man. We go... Oh, man. We haven't finished the Champions League, though. Let's uh, go. Come and circle back around. Let's go that? back around. All right. No, let's, let's stay in the world of soccer, though. Like, the headline of the day. I don't know if... Go back to that same page that you're on. Ronaldinho is apparently gonna... Uh, is gonna marry two women at the same time in Brazil. Like the Ronaldinho, hey, uh. and like yeah, <laughs> he's gonna uh, apparently marry both of them, and like the the moms are not gonna show up to like the reception because one of the moms is not gonna show up because she was pissed as he said it, and like one of the Brit and the, like the tabloids I read this morning, the British well, tabloids. <laughs> Someone on Twitter put like, you know, Ronaldinho is always good on taking on double teams, but hey. damn, <laughs> or going two All for right. one. He was always going on two for one on against my teams. I was like, oh, that's a good one. I think I think it was Max Bredos or somebody on the team, mm. somebody on the fucking one of those like hey, man, sports shot, bro. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, man, going for it. I was like, hey, <laughs> I got you. That shit was hilarious. Go get like FIFA 13 or 14 just so you can play with them in his prime. <laughs> Man, dude, I remember playing like FIFA 10, FIFA 09. Like, some of my friends had some of those ones, and him on that on those ones, bro. Like, when he was on AC Milan, and like Milan had Zlatan also, yeah. bro, those squads, some of those squads are nasty. You gotta look up the, the covers to know which one I was first played. Yeah. The first one I, I ever. Know, Kobe Jones on Ooh, Kobe Jones. Damn. Yeah. There you go. I'll get you the right one. Oh no, we gotta keep going back. I remember eight. Oh six. I remember oh six. Yeah. Oh six because the the World Cup. Yep. 
I remember playing it because my a good friend of ours, um, like family friend, had a PS and he was like a big like soccer fan or whatever and that was one of the games he had and I remember playing it and like not understanding how to play it at all and I was just playing the computer and just like fouling the shit out of people. <laughs> and I thought diving was a viable way to play defense. Viable defensive <laughs> option. Yeah, exactly. Man. Yeah, they got way better though. <laughs> it's like, I think my favorite FIFAs are probably the ones I played in college just because it's the ones I played the most and it's like, it, we had some epic battles. We got we got some good ones. Dude, shout out to free FIFA for always having the hot track plays, bro. Yeah, man, they, they always, always co- have the coolest music. They always gonna come with the that uh, that random fire too yeah. because they'll come with some like Latin American songs mm-hmm. and they'll come with some like Euro like mm-hmm. kind of some house songs and then they'll do some like kind of just in between everywhere. Tell me why I hear like some songs on FIFA yeah. and then like a couple months later I'll go to like a festival and I'll hear like a yeah. remix of it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I heard that song on FIFA. You're like, FIFA! That, is, that has happened countless of times, man. They've had some good That's ones fair. recently, man. I need to look, some, look up some of these these old school FIFA Ooh. tracks, bro. They, Speaking of FIFA, they got some Salah. Oh, 19. Oh, like, Hopefully, we'll see. That'd be crazy, yeah. Dude, low-key, I kind of want to go into, like, GameStop and just buy some of the old FIFAs and just have, like, a little FIFAs collection. <laughs> I thought about that from time to time. Yeah, you, you got the Xbox, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, that, I will be switching to PS4, though. Then when the next one comes out? Relatively soon. Oh, I'm relatively soon? No. Shit, bro, me too, bro. <laughs> Shit, dude. We, I missed my, my chance to, like, really clean house because Toys R Us freaking went under, like, oh. recently. Man, RIP Toys R Us. And take a drink for that one. Well, there's still you can still get online, right? It's just the stores are closing, right? That's what I that's what I heard someone said. I think they still have stock, but eventually they're gonna go through everything. Mm. Oh man! Shout out to Costco also for providing the alcohol. <laughs> man, whoo! Mm. Amazing, yo! Invest in a Costco membership. Just well, you don't even need one to get the alcohol. Technically. You can buy, go in there and buy alcohol, um, I think, in the state of California. Like, the different rules in different places. Anyway, I go in this bitch, and I walk into the back to where the alcohol section was. Because I was like, got paid a couple weeks ago, and I was like, nah, fuck it. Let me go get some a bottle or two. Because uh, I'm not trying to drink beer, because that's just like, I don't know, a lot feeling. I don't know, I've been drinking a little more, a little more liquor recently. But, uh, yeah, so I go in there, and it's, like, 1.75 liter, like, the big, the big chunky boy of, like, some, uh, uh, Kirkland brand spice rum. And if you don't, if you really know about Kirkland brand, like, you know it's, like, quality. Like, regardless of what it is. It can be freaking a chicken bake. It can be a pizza. It could be a a pack of white t-shirts. It could be, um... Freaking some alcohol. They have some really good tequila and some really good vodka, and I don't really like vodka, but their theirs is like really comparable to like some of the, the high end stuff. And anyway, so I'm like, all right, they got spice rum. I wonder how much this is. Fifteen dollars for a big ass bottle, bro. I've been like sipping on the whole damn thing. I, I've gone to, like you saw the bottle like more than two thirds yeah. of that like in like a week and a half, bro. Man, I just been watching these NBA games and just getting little. <laughs> it's been good it's been a good time but then like i like been like oh i gotta do something later and then like that never happens and then i go to bed <laughs> i go to bed with like the tv on when i drink 
<laughs> that shit happens for sure. The lights on. You like wake up at like four in the morning. What might be wrong with this FIFA cover? Kobe Jones might not be on one of the covers. I thought he was I on swear, one. Bro, Rafa Marquez was on one too. I swear that's what I saw. One of the first ones I bought. The, that's we'll keep, what's, going, we'll keep going through the years. <laughs> yeah, because like FIFA's crazy because they have like different regional covers yes. too. So it's like, like you got the US covers, like you said. And then like the, sometimes, did they have it different for like the PlayStation and the Xbox too? Possibly. Yeah, I think I think FIFA 06. I distinctly remember this cover. I think this is one of my favorite games. That's the one Omar Bravo on it. And, and Freddy, I do. Yeah. It's like. Two of these guys are <laughs> legit. Bro, that's like on the Xbox Uno. I had one of those, man. Those are so fun. Yeah, I gotta find which one. Like their OG Xbox. You can't even call it the one because there is an Xbox One now. I distinctly remember when the songs come on. Dude, I think it was like the intro. I can't remember. I gotta, I gotta find the intro. Like, anyway, to get back, in. the Counterpunch, really good Netflix documentary, the one on the boxers mm-hmm. that came up on my search finally. That was a really good one. Um, Champs, the other one that has Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, and Bernard oh, Hopkins. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. That's a good one. That's, That's a really good one, also. And I think there's a Mike Tyson one on there. If you have HBO Go, there's also the, the Tyson stand up that he does, which is fucking amazing. It's like really heartfelt and it's really fucking funny too. From a guy that you're like, oh shit, this guy's up there doing it. Like, he <laughs> was really good. He did a run of shows. I kind of wish I saw him when when he was over here. He did like two, three, maybe four shows out here in LA. Um, it's probably at the comedy store. I want to say, because um, I remember listening to him on like sports radio and he was hyping it. It's like we got Mike Tyson talking about his shit. Anyway. Um, ooh, FIFA soundtracks. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I distinctly remember I pop in the game, like one of the first times, and they would uh, they were talking about Rooney, and it was like hey, when he just tra- like it's it's like the sound bites, the sound clips. Yeah. And they, they were describing the plays, and then I forget which year it is. Someone can fact check me on this. Yeah. And they were talking about Rooney, how he scored like one of the youngest goals for Manchester United. Uh-huh. I don't know that whatever version of game that was. I watched <laughs> a lot. I gotta find. I'm pretty sure they don't have FIFA intros on here. I want to <laughs> say it was the 06 game. I could be wrong though. Maybe if you get it on YouTube, you might be able to find it. Look up right now. Yes, 06, the beautiful game. Yep. Play that shit, dude. Dude, dude this game. got me so high in the game, bro. <laughs> Oh man, that's that shit. Yeah, it's 06. That's the one yeah. I played. Nice. Comes full my circle. Mind, yeah, my mind. <laughs> my mind just thought that was off. Yeah, this is it, bro. They need intros like this again, right? Ooh. Perfect wallet. Yeah, because this is when the World Cup was happening. Yeah. I think this was this was the game. I think that sparked my biggest interest. Damn, son. Yeah, I can't, I can't recognize a lot of these players. Yeah, at all. Like, <laughs> Mr. Roy, oh, I got him. The crowd. Arsenal. 
I know the clubs. Oh, hey, PSG. Bam. Upper left corner. Okay. Bro, the one that I fucking loved, NBA Street Volume Two, though. That soundtrack. Oh yeah, you can hear the end of it. What? Right here, watch. That wasn't the the. That was one, little... But that's the shit they would talk about. They do the FIFA flashbacks. So. Yeah. EA Sports. It's in the game. They need to bring that back too, by the way. Yeah. Come on, real. come on, EA Sports. Do this shit for you. Who else? But yeah, oh six. All right, that's the one that sparked my interest. Like, cause I used to play with my dad when I was younger. Okay. Like, we used to play FIFA like '98, and I remember it was like okay. on the Sega Genesis. That was okay. like my first time playing FIFA. And Damn. He, he does. He picked Brazil. I don't. I don't. I don't I, that's the only team I really remember. He was very vague. I was very young. Yeah, man. And we were just we'd kill it on that. And we'd kill it on our NHL on the <sighs> Sega Genesis. Around that time, I would play a little bit of Madden, a little bit of. I uh, had NBA Live, '02 with um, Steve Francis on the cover. Oh, I remember that one. for the Xbox, bro. That Yo, that game was so fun, but it was crazy. My family are Laker fans, like all, like almost everybody in my family is Laker fans, except for except for me and a few others. But like, um, at the time, my family is like my dad especially was cheating me into like rooting for the Lakers. So I had like a Shaq jersey and everything, and so like all my cousins every time they get the game, they would get um, um, yeah, Steve Francis, baby. Yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah, <laughs> the franchise. Uh, they would get the Lakers and they would just get Shaq and it was just so annoying but they would do like the craziest shit with Shaq they'd have him out there at the three point line <laughs> they'd have, they have him at a half court trying to dribble and shit they had the one with I had that one too bro I had the I one with Melo yo that was so fun that one I played that one with the slam dunk contest I think I think it was that one or that was, was there one another one later or something I can't remember I remember the one with JK yeah 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 definitely um, anyway, yeah, that was so fun that I would, but they would play with Shaq though. And it was just like, so annoying. It's yeah. <laughs> like, he would just be like dunking on everybody. Just like, ka say every single time. Just... Dude, we're getting out of here. NBA 2K3. Oh, I remember. Yo, I remember. Now they're taking over. Yeah, that's so true, bro. Oh, remember ESPN? Yeah, that bro. one. That Wallace. one. That was a good one. I remember ESPN got, they had the football NFL game too. Yep. I remember that one was crazy because you used to, that was the first video game you used to be able to lateral out of nowhere. You'd be playing, pressing buttons, trying to figure it out, and be like, "Oh, what the fuck!" You're like, "Fumble!" The other team's going the other way. I, like, this cover. I don't think I played it that much, but I remember this cover. Yeah. KG. Yeah. Ooh, oh my that? god. Throwback. Oh, it's Paul Schools. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Probably. That dude played forever. Oh man, the retro games, bro. Yeah, good times. Good times, yeah, great. That was a great well, era. Have you ever played Ken Griffey Jr. baseball? <sighs> I I like don't shit, remember bro. the titles of the baseball games I played back in the day, just because I never had in one of them, mm-hmm. and none of my friends did. So it was always super random when we play it, like the demo version at, yeah. the, at the you know the mall or wherever, you know, random shit like that. Damn, he was, dude, he was like the pinnacle. Oh, the one, the Madden with Cold Pepper yeah, on the I cover. I had that Ooh. one for sure. You know, I had that. I know you did. I I had the one with 05 where it was McNabb on the cover. And then I think I had the one where... I don't remember this game. 
That probably has some some good music though. Oh yeah, you got a round ball rock on that bitch. Tiger Woods every single year. Tiger Woods is fun. I played some of the all the the more recent ones in the last like five years, but uh, yeah, I'm not that the biggest golf guy. But playing the golf games is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Madden 06. I think that's, that's the one. I think that's when I kind of stopped playing Madden. Okay. I kind of got a little sick of like the gameplay. It just wasn't wasn't doing it for me anymore. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> because it was. When you play it on easy and you go undefeated, it was unrealistic. And then when I put it on a couple levels higher, I could like, I don't know, it was kind of annoying. <laughs> you just didn't want, didn't want to like want, start getting yeah. good, good, good. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to like the, to put in the work to actually yeah. do it. Like it, it's like intricate as fuck. So you really do have to be knowing everything. <laughs> it's like you gotta figure out how to like know how to throw the ball away when you're scrambling. Like you, like, you gotta like know how to like spike the clock like you gotta know which one it is for that one versus which one it is run the run the play over again versus which one it is like you know because like, i used to get the uh, ncaa football and i kind of liked uh-huh. how um the gameplay was i don't know just the flow of the game and how the players ran okay. i liked that better than madden and i think that's when i kind of stopped playing madden okay and then in my mind because i don't really play a lot of people like back in the day, like obviously, yeah, you, know, you, you encounter people, you know, here and there. But for the most part, I would play by myself. Right. I was the only child, and I like the career mode is kind of mm-hmm. what I like in video games. So you know, I like, like that's why I like FIFA. I like taking a, a shitty ass team and I like building it up, building it up, and then over the years, right, you become this powerhouse. I think that's what I liked about like NCAA is because I would take a small school or whatever, okay. and then over the couple seasons you recruit and then you become yeah. a powerhouse. You get Urban like, Meyer yeah, and then like yeah. yeah, and it's not unrealistic to like go undefeated two two seasons in a row and stuff. You know, man, I don't know. Crazy. That's funny. Yeah, I would do the same thing, but like with the NBA and then the NFL games. So like I would take, I would do career mode in NFL, and every time I would make myself. Like a six foot four, six foot six tight end, <laughs> yeah. and like huge, like two fifty. He was running like four two, four three, mm-hmm. <laughs> like crazy stats. And I would, I would always get drafted by the shittiest team. So I would get drafted because I was like a good player, like his stats yeah. wise. And so I got drafted by the Houston Texans one season, and I played, and I we went undefeated like a year or no, we like the first year we didn't go undefeated. We lost a couple games, but then we we made it through the, we won the Super Bowl. Next season we were undefeated and yeah. won the Super Bowl again, and then by that point I played every every game. I wasn't gonna sim or nothing like that because mm-hmm. I always felt like, bro, I'm better than the computer. Fuck right. that! Like I want to do it myself. But I had some crazy moments when like they're the. But was what was frustrating is that was the year they had that little vision shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're about. and so it was annoying as a quarterback because you had to like look off receivers sometimes, or you could do it, but it was hard. Depending on how good your quarterback was, like if you had Tom Brady, like the whole field was his vision. Yeah. <laughs> like, or if you had Peyton Manning, if yeah. you had those two dudes, it was like the whole fucking field was the whole vision. So you could be looking all the way to the right sideline and hit a completion on the left. Like it was some stupid, like like that. But I had David Carr. <laughs> but yeah, so they did not do him any no. justice at all with no. the stats, man. He had no chance with the team he was on, but. He didn't put form at all either, so you know it's a two-way street. But anyway, it was crazy because 
his vision was like a little fucking sliver, like the like the you know how like when you ask for like a piece of pie and you're like just, just yeah. a little, just a little yeah. tiny piece. It was like smaller than that. It was like a comical slice. And so like playing quarterback with him was like the most frustrating thing, but also made me kind of good with good at, better at the game. So like so that was like his what rookie or like, yeah in the first couple seasons exactly like rookie or second year. Yeah. And so like his um yeah his vision was just it was shitty, but like it. Uh, I would like hit my tight end because he was always, you know, we have a bad quarterback guy throw hit the hit the tight end. Yeah. <laughs> Safe route. Exactly. It's near near route or route near the quarterback. Uh, little drags and shit, little outs, slants over the middle, all that stuff. I had the most epic play though one time when uh, I think we were down. The one good thing about Carr was he had like a crazy good arm, so like I could just sling it sometimes and. Uh, we were down. It, that's the game right yeah, there. Straight two. That's what I didn't want to click yeah. on. Yeah, interrupt your story. Oh, but, man. like, we were down. I this one talk about. And <laughs> I was backing up, dropping back. This was, like, a Hail Mary situation, right? I had about, like, 60, 70 yards to go. And I knew, like, the whole defense playing prevent and everything. And it was, like, in the playoffs or whatever, first round, it was, like, my team, like, the first season. And... I get car or no this was like in the championship game I think to get to the Super Bowl <laughs> so I get I get him I drop back I like literally sprint backwards as like far as I can to try to give my receivers time to get down the field mm-hmm. as soon as he stops and he, I hit I hit the throw to my guy that I tied in because I'm running all slants except the tight end is running that little like uh like slant route yeah or like all goes, excuse me. Everyone's running goes, but he's running the little. Yeah, like, I know exactly when he you know, kind of tails off to the left ex- or the right. You're yeah. tailing off to the right of this play. I remember exactly pristinely. And so I like decided to throw it over there because it was like the different route combination, and you, you figured you'd have a better chance of getting open. And as soon as I let go, three guys just like pummeled my quarterback. And like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like not even like a tenth of a second later, and like it would have been a sack. And anyway, it gets the ball off. Slings the motherfucker. It's going like up in the air about like 50, 60 yards. And like you see the defense are in prevent, right? So he actually overthrows my defender, right? Mm-hmm. By about like a, a couple feet. And as it happens, the def- the defense. Oh, yeah, that's the moment I was oh, telling you about. It. Yeah. Oh, with the MJ. Oh, I'll put it on afterwards. But anyway, so like comes up. The defender did some stupid shit where it hits his chest and the ball bounced up in the air. And like my guy grabbed it. Broke the tackle, and then walked into the end zone because he got the ball about the ten. Like when he caught it, and like this is the most miraculous shit. I literally like threw my controller. I threw my controller like off the couch, like got up, started screaming, and just like was running around like, oh my god, oh my god. And my my mom was like yelling into like the freaking (laughs) the freaking what's happening? Like what's going on? (laughs) I'm like, oh my god, oh shit. That shit was crazy, man. That was amazing. Yeah, that's my that's my crazy FIFA story. <laughs> or not Mad, Madden story. But yeah. I would play eighty two game seasons in like NBA. Holy shit. <laughs> like the whole the whole season. Like we would go on on it was crazy. My family had an expedition back in the day, like a O four. Mm-hmm. Big one. And so we got it they got it tricked out where it was this is the era when TVs were in the cars it was like a new thing. Yeah. So we had some one drop down T V in the middle. But we had it like really rigged, so we had like a little power adapter that like ran from the battery. Mm-hmm. They wired it all the way around and through the carpeting, and so it came out behind the driver's side 
seat in the back. So that's where I would always sit right there. And so like you gotta cop the best seat. Yeah, exactly. That was the best one in the back. So like I I could control everything from down there. But we had um um yeah power source from right there right mm-hmm. and then we also had a dvd player under the middle seat like right next to where i would sit to the right of me and so the dvd player is right here so you can put pop a dvd in like right under the seat it wasn't even bolted in or anything because there was like a frame around it so like it didn't even move like the dvd player that we had also the thing the cool thing was about that was it had the three prongs out the back right so uh, you go. so you get those and it had like the long cable and they they put it under the carpeting and everything they ride it routed it around and it popped out right at the same spot where like the the um the battery like uh source was at or like the the plug-in outlet mm-hmm. so on road trips i would take my xbox i'll put it right there in the middle plug that bitch in hell yeah play video games while we're fucking like just driving through like you know boring ass parts of california wherever the fuck we're Stop, at like yeah. we took that shit every we took it all the way to cabo san lucas one time like freaking everywhere when in that car and like we're just playing i was playing that like the whole time so i was solid hours and hours of gaming bro like i would just go ham (laughs) like i love that shit but yeah i like realized like that was taking up a lot of like my just everything so i would just just went too deep into it and uh i kind of gave it up after like the xbox uh the original one because um I was like playing sports and other shit. And I was trying to get serious to other shit, but uh, sometimes you gotta go down that far down the rabbit holes. For- <laughs> bro, it was I, I love it though. But the thing was like all my friends had the you know consoles, so like every time I go, it's not like I wasn't still wasn't playing. I just wasn't playing like all the way consistent where I could like be put a hundred percent like into studying the game and yeah. trying to figure out how to be good. But um, yeah, and then I went to college, and then that's when I started playing a shit ton more because everybody fucking had. Mm-hmm had a console all my roommates did i would play fifa i would buy games and play it on my freaking my roommates like xbox 360 just because like they were they just like wouldn't care like when when they were in class or they were in sleep or they were out trying to get bitches or whatever whatever it is and i'm just chilling i'm like i don't put a fucking game in and they were some of them were cool where like they didn't give a fuck about like their ranking or anything because they didn't care about fifa some of them and so i would play online that's my favorite shit is just playing random folks online the thing is though, like FIFA is kind of cool because you can still get different matchups. A lot of people still play with Real Madrid and Barca. Oh yeah, and popular teams. Exactly, but the thing is with the NBA, it's even worse because everyone, like in the past in two K, always play with LeBron, always play with uh, Kobe. Um, people always play with the Warriors now, mm-hmm. like, and it's just fucking annoying because you always got to take out those those teams. So like, when you want to play with like a mid level team, you got to literally play your A plus 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 game and like. The other team has to like fuck up for you to even get a shot to like win it at the end. It's like fucking annoying. Dude, Michael Vick ruined online gaming for me. <laughs> Mike Vick, bro, yeah. To the Falcons, you just go what? Streaks. Yeah, that's the play. Spread offense, and then they would just run around the corner, and it would just get so annoying. So I'd stop playing Madden online. <laughs> people play that's the other thing too is people would like start getting like cheap like that where they would like they would have a couple go-to plays and they would just like just run it to death like there were certain certain team, certain guys and certain teams on like 2k where you just run pick and roll all day mm-hmm. and it was just like dunk wide open shot dunk no somebody else is open for three dunk 
wide open shot. Like, it was, like, fucking formulaic, like, some of these dudes, like, how they did it. It's, like, fucking annoying. It's, like, the dude who's, like, plays Street Fighter and knows one move. Because the way that yeah. I, because the, the way that I used to, like, am accustomed to playing, like, 2K and NBA Live is, like, I have a couple homies back up north, and all we do is we play, like, the classic teams. Like, right. We only play, literally, we play the classic teams, <laughs> and we, we play, like, actual like fundamental like basketball throwing up the sky hugging career yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or you try to get them on the fast break but you're not jacking up like threes the whole time oh shit yeah just, like i remember back in the day yeah. when like the suns had steve nash i remember Ooh. i played this guy so i'm like all right cool i want to learn how to you know do some post game and then you get online and everyone's like no Every time the court, he would just come up jacket three. It's like this is not fun. Like yeah. this is basketball to me. Like, dude, this is annoying. But so that's like, the NBA nowadays, yeah, though. Yeah, it's now, so crazy. Back then, it wasn't. <laughs> that's what's but, that's what's yeah. so insane, though. But you kind of you you're like, I've seen this happen online. Two K was ahead of his time. Well, like people people were not stupid. They knew the fucking Warriors had shooters. They yeah. would like get them and play with them. Even when they had Monte. Monte Ellis. Um, I knew people who would play with them online just because of just to go out there and get just make it splash with Curry yeah. and with Clay. Even like when before, like when I was saying, like when they had like David Lee, like and just trying to dominate the offense yeah. and shit. Which shout out to David Lee though, I met him in real life. <laughs> He's, he was chill. Um, you know, good enough player, but like at that point in his career, it's just you know, shouldn't definitely. Be running like the po- focal point of your offense yeah. around him, you know. Like you can be definitely like a big contributor for sure. Um, and then he got hurt, and that's the reason Draymond started playing so, like mm-hmm. so early in his career. And then out of nowhere, that dude took off. Yeah, just take this shit, ageless male, and just be banging and have a nice bad bitch right there with you. Don't look like that to take average male. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's supposed to taking a lot of other Mexican supplements. <laughs> Man, some of the dudes I see at the gym, man, I know for sure. Like, hopping up. Hopping up a lot of shit, yeah. You can see, man, there's certain physiques that you can, like, only achieve, like, with using certain type of products. You know what I mean? Or, like, it's just, you gotta have, like, the craziest type of genetics, but... Yeah, some of the dudes are just insane. (laughs) I'll get back in the gym one day. So I always tell myself. (laughs) Some of the chicks, though, going hard in there, though. There's a couple, like, crazy-looking ones. I'm like, ooh. Man. I'll, there was, like, two of them that were, like, on the uh, Stairmaster, like, right when I went on there, too, like, today. Like, a couple to the right of me, and it was, like, the hardest for me to, like, not look over there the whole time. Like, <laughs> you know, like, it was, like... Focus. Focus, Mario. I'm like, what am I here for? What am I here for? And I'm like, well, that's not a bad thing, reason not to be here either, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh shit! But oh my god, I, I used to text. I used to text my boy Will all the time. I was just like, "Yo, the same chicks here at the gym." I used to call her Big Booty Judy. Oh my <laughs> god, she's got this chick. Um, fine as hell, but she has like the whitest hips like I've seen <laughs> like some chick in like a long ass time. And she always wears one of those like uh, uh, waist trainer corsage type looking shit yeah. around so it just like makes it look ridiculous so I'm just like but I've seen her without it too and she's like a little bit more normal so I was like okay but like <laughs> but like when I see the other time I was like holy fuck like the first couple times I went in the gym I was like Jesus Christ 
Um, but yeah. <laughs> the shimmy. Oh, the shimmy. The shimmy. Yeah. Okay, good segue. When I was at the gym, I was watching the basketball game. And- <laughs> 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 oh, he was not there tonight. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, man. Oh, she was there, man. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that, Judy. This chick, yeah, this chick was, always works out. This other one is like, cause this chick is like, looks like Tina looking or whatever. And like the other one that she works out with is like this white chick, and she's got like, yeah, she's like so in shape. It's like ridiculous. Every almost every day I'm like in there, like I see her there, even when I'm there on the weekend sometimes. Um, but she's like, her, man, her shoulders all defined, and everything, but like not too bulky or anything. Mm-hmm. And then like, her like. Um, Man, her legs are like super like firm and like freaking like super thick and like you can tell she's like every time I see her like doing a bunch of squats and shit and like but it's like proportioned out but she's like just yoked. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm like damn. Been there for a couple years. Yeah, for real. I'm like damn. But she sometimes works out with this other dude, this other white dude, and he's like huge, like yoked, but like he's not that tall. He's like about five nine ish, and he just looks like a bowler he's like so he's like huge arms and like huge chest and back and everything and that dude looks like he might be on something though but like he's because he's like bold and crazy but like he looks like he might be one of somebody who just does like does a bunch of those competitions too yeah i like uh knew one of my best friends growing up his dad was like a bodybuilder the guy and he was also a cop mm-hmm. too and like growing up in stockton and but and he was also a black cop too so like the freaking like intimidation factor going over to this house sometimes was like level like top notch i'm like oh shit like you remember his name yeah man my friend sean no the dad like the dad because i remember the dad's was sean senior yeah did you work at, at twin harbor i'm gonna think i might be thinking of something somebody else maybe that sounds familiar it's probably it's probably somebody. It's probably a bunch of yeah. Like, I don't want to put them. I don't want to put them out there. Yeah. Uh, I don't give enough government names and nothing like that to people. Don't want to be called out. <laughs> but yeah, Sean's the homie though. He's uh um, he, me and him like we always played like AAU ball together. So mm-hmm. I would hang out with him in the summertime all the time, and uh, like sixth, seventh, or no, I don't think it was like seventh and eighth grade because I played sixth grade and he was on the team yet. But we used to call him Softser because he was like a big man, but he was pretty like at the beginning he was kind of like not as physical and all that stuff. Yeah. And I was like the antithesis, the opposite of that. I was like the balls to the walls, hardest, hardest fuck, like and the, the undersized like center playing it, like just trying to like just boxing everybody out, like to like <laughs> textbook and shit, mm-hmm. like swatting shots and stuff. And then everybody got taller than me, and then I mm-hmm. couldn't do that and had to figure out how to still play. <laughs> like, but yeah, he was like bigger than me but i would start over him initially and then like because of like the size i like there's certain things i couldn't do that he could so mm-hmm. like of course he started playing but so we started figuring out how to play with each other yeah. but yeah we became really good friends and stuff so i'd go over to his house all the time and we'd be playing video games and shit like that <laughs> and uh man yeah like sometimes his dad was a character for sure man like he his dad and his mom they eventually got divorced but like they would get into like arguments and stuff with each other all the time yeah. They couldn't sit with the like in the stands at the basketball games, like our games. They couldn't sit w- next to each other because they would get into arguments with themselves because they were yelling at the court. But then they'd be like, "Like, no, you shouldn't say that." No, 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 no. Like, they, like it yeah. would. So they knew, like, they would always sit in different parts of the stands. It was crazy. But um, 
Yeah, you know what's okay. Alright. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I might have to tell you off the podcast because it's some crazy, crazy thing. Because like <laughs> right. his dad is actually like a meme. Like came out in a meme. <laughs> like a really fucking popular one too. One that just recently kind of gained back into to the news news cycle. Um, but yeah, I'll say that. I'll, I'll say it later. Just remind me. Anyway. Anyway, NBA game tonight though. That's freaking crazy. This NBA playoffs is finally getting good. Finally fucking getting good. Like the really meat of it. And I'm like really excited now. Because it's, uh, I've been watching like the whole conference finals. I watched about 80, 90% of like the last round. And I, I didn't, I watched maybe about like half of the games for like the, the first round. And like now it's like, it's the thick of it, and it's uh, we had a three-two lead right now for Houston. Um, three-two lead for Boston. Three-two lead for Boston as well, but it's a very tenuous three-two leads. There's about as yeah. as tenuous as like you know like little room for error like three-two leads as you can possibly get because one Houston tonight lost Chris Paul to a hamstring injury. And they don't know what the diagnosis is going to be, but it did not look very good. It did not look promising. And uh, I'm going to say he's not playing game six. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's a safe bet. I'm going to say he probably misses game seven, too, if it goes that far. I will say he'll play game seven. I will, wouldn't rule out him playing game six and then just them just injecting the motherfucker with tort at all like they do the NFL players uh, and just like. True. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause they, they there have been times where some certain players have played like with crazy injuries and stuff, and they just hop them off on the craziest of pills just to get them through it. I'm gonna say he will try to go for Game Seven. Put it that way. Okay. The hammy, I don't know. It depends it on is, how bad yeah. it is. Even then, you can still not... do certain things. But it's not the 1980s anymore. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas hamstrings it's like the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. If you can't give a hundred on, if you can't give like eighty on defense. Not even, bro. If you don't give ninety five percent on defense, they're gonna cook you, man. Like every possession, uh, it's like, oh man, crazy juggernaut team. But like, we'll see. Yeah. So Chris Paul is banged up. That's gonna be the man, biggest. That's the worst. Yeah, and especially because he's one game away from like making the finals, and he's yeah. never been this far to ever. But like to get there, he's never been like close. Like, like you're one game away from the NBA Finals against the juggernaut that is the Golden State Warriors. Like you, right? Put him in this position, and then you get hurt. And if that just opens the door for the Warriors to get to the finals, probably it they might. Get to the, if they get to the finals, they're probably winning the ship. So that would ah, that would just be so crucial. So so, so crazy. So cruel, crazy. Excuse me. That'd be cruel. To do to Chris Paul. Yeah, man. Basketball gods. Basketball gods, though. But I think he will. Like, that's why I'm not ruling it out. Give him, give him a go. Especially game seven, because you got to think, like, if he sits out of game six, he sees his team, like, if, like, we're assuming they, like, come up short, it's like, motherfucker, I got to get out there, like, itching, like, like my legacy's on the line type shit. Like, he's going to want to go out there. I think mm-hmm. he he's the type of player that, like, kind of understands, like, the moment of, like, what this means for him. Like, <laughs> we saw him like in the game like really like chopping it up talking to his team like really trying to get them well to go yeah. and like bro like we need this right now like yeah. you can't fuck up let's go let's go let's go like talking to those dudes and like um which some which rubs some guys the wrong way but first year in a new team maybe not so you know yeah. after a while sometimes personalities kind of just like bro like shut the fuck up like you know, <laughs> you know but uh he's really he was really into it really intense today and it's like 
That sucks. Cause then you got PTO what three days, three day, three and a half days of rest. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's a Monday. If it goes seven, by the way. Yeah. So put it out there. True. Yeah, they can pull a miracle. And who knows? Kate, maybe Katie tweaks an ankle or something that has to miss or something like that. Like things happen, so we can't rule anything out. Eric Gordon's about to step up. Maybe Eric Gore goes for 45 yeah. and is just like unconscious, like yeah. 10, 10 to 12 from three pointers or something like that. Like, Dude, and <laughs> the fact that James Harden had an off game and they still yeah. won. I totally forgot about that. Seri- Chris Did Paul. Did he end up making a shot from three? He was 0 for 9 last time. I think he finished 0 for, but he, he only had 19 points and you know he's going to take a bunch of shots. Exactly. So it's. Go back to running point. Exactly. Yeah, he might be running point next game, back to last season. Um, he can put up a sixty point night easy. <laughs> Who Harden? Yeah, he can man. He's just running back. That's he he can't, but not against this Warrior team. <laughs> like his explosion would be forty five. You know what I mean? Like sixty is gonna be too you much. Doubt my boy Harden. Okay, yeah, he's not my boy. So. <laughs> yeah, well if the the refs he's aren't cool, get, the refs aren't giving him a lot of those like calls he gets in the regular season where he like get baits dudes into fouls and just throws up garbage at the rim, and like gets it. I've seen him literally take the ball in his right hand when he's left-handed. Take the ball in his offhand, his right hand. Take his arm, put it through like the the arm way path of the defender, not as if he's taking a shot, but with the intention of trying to get a foul, and then. As he's following through, makes a winding motion like clockwise, comes back up, brings the ball back to his left hand, <laughs> and then just flails the ball around like like on the uh, like to the sideline or something. And the ref gave him a three point like freaking like Nasty. shot like like oh my I saw it happen live one time. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, that's pretty crafty though. Oh, like I had never seen that shit before, bro. I think they're. Five for twenty one, oh for eleven from behind the three. Oh for eleven for three, man. Nineteen Ooh. points. Nineteen points. And they get the dub. That's crazy. Who else did really how much did Gordon get? Uh, what was his stat Eric line looking? Gordon, six for fifteen, three for ten, nine for ten from the free throw line. He had twenty four. Twenty four is a free throw so line where he did good. People, he was attacking. One, two, three, four people in double figures. So how much does C P have? Twenty. Yeah, he twenty and twenty six and seven. So twenty seven rebounds, six assists. Okay. Yeah. He didn't make a lot of shots. It was a really gritty game. Like there was a lot of uh, defensive possessions. Oh, we both scored under a hundred. Yeah, ninety eight, ninety four with two teams that are like, are like, you know, go 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 all the time. They're the two highest scoring teams in the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. Houston number one, Golden State number two this season. Have they gone under a hundred in the playoffs? You're looking. I don't yeah, it's, it might be the first time. The Warriors have just been, like, killing everybody for the most part. they just, like, blowing a lot of dudes out of the water. Like, just out of nowhere. Did they lose one game in the first round and one game in the second? Is that how it went? For, uh, I'm not sure. Because I think Utah won a yeah, game. San Antonio and saved the game. San Antonio snuck one out. Manu. Manu won, won, won a game for them. That was crazy. Old man Manu, dude. They had like half of Argentina in the freaking arena. Like when he was playing, there, there's some like dudes with banners and signs, and everyone has Argentina jerseys on. That was crazy, man. That was a cool sight to see. It's sad that Kawhi just decided not to play this season. That was fucking disappointing. Not looking promising for Spurs fans. Last game was under 100, 95, 92. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Man. Crazy, though. It was a greedy game. It was like uh, Houston, they impressed me in like, how good they were playing on defense in this game. They were uh, all over the place, man. They forced like some 24-second shot clock violations. A lot of weird turnovers from them. Uncharacteristic. Yeah, but no CP though. I've never really been a Chris Paul fan, but I hope he doesn't go out like that. Yeah, me that neither. I like I really enjoyed him when he was in New Orleans. Yeah, that's true. I take it back. And when he went to the Clippers, I was like kind of excited for a while, and then like it kind of wore thin a bit because like like I said, the personalities and shit. Because yeah. it was like with him, Doc, and Blake, they they like just didn't they didn't mesh as as well as like you know. CP, he's over here holding his hamstring. Like, Ariza gets the rebound and he's putting his hand up, like, give me the ball. <laughs> yeah, let me pop this three on him real quick. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, the Aguma K sisters. Need to go get uh, Cliff. See if Cliff can play. For real, man. Cliff's still healthy. Trade him real quick. <laughs> oh, man. You just put him out there. The mustache. The Agumuke sisters, man. Those those chicks were so good back in Stanford. Both WNBA basketball players. That's crazy. Shout out to the LA Sparks, though. And shout out to Chelsea Gray, their point guard. Because, uh, yeah, I went to high school with her. I used to uh, play against her every so often. And she was really fucking good. Um, which is the reason why she was the number one player in the country <laughs> for us. She fire a couple times. I'm not gonna lie Yeah she got by me and shit Like yeah. I had some slow feet In high school <laughs> Like yeah. I was still kind of trying, trying to transition From power forward To small forward You know what I mean <laughs> Like She got me But You know I had the What's your land Connecticut Yeah Expansion Connecticut team Connecticut Sun one? No they've been around Connecticut Sun Cause they played The Mohegan Sun Alright The casino I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie I don't really pay attention to WNBA. Fair enough, fair enough. I wouldn't expect most people to. <laughs> the only reason I know that shit is because the, the, we used to see the Monarchs and shit. Oh, yeah, is Rooney coming to DC United? Thursday to make progress on the deal. Why would he play in DC? All, all cities. Yeah, I'd probably be good. Hey, well, shout out to DC, bro. Totally <laughs> putting them in the But you know what I'm saying, though. Most yeah. of the star players go to like the real. Like posh, more posh, or the more like bigger, um, bigger media market cities. Yeah. Like they'll come to the Galaxy, or then we've got LAFC's picked up some guys. Uh, international. Shout out to DC, bro, making it competitive. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Or Orlando know. City had like Kaka. Um, uh, New York City FC has Davidia. Oh no, that was Red Bull. The Red Bull had Henri. Yeah, so, uh, you talking about the other? Yeah, 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 the the one that's in Man City's yeah. like partnership okay. club, kinda. Um, cause that's where what's his name Lampard played after, or Gerard? No, Lampard, Lampard. Mm -hmm. Stevie played. In, uh, yeah, he, he played in the Galaxy. Shout out to Stevie. Got his autograph. Yeah, you did you ever see him play play, or did you just like saw him there? No, I never got to see him play because he was. I don't know. I'm not really a big fan. Of the MLS, yeah, seeing all the washed-up stars and stuff. Because <laughs> I went, I went and saw a game earlier this year in the NBA, Kings game. Shout out to Sacktown, Sacktown, nice, nice arena. Shout out to Stockton Kings too, <laughs> bro. The new, uh, the new G League team. But then it's like I saw 
I saw Vince like Vince checked into the game. I was like, oh, cool. I got to see Vince Carter. But I said the I same thing, bro. But I, I didn't same. really get to see Vince Carter, you know? <laughs> so it's like... Yeah, that's true. So it's like, I don't know. And I didn't really have... Like I, I had a couple chances to go see. Like I got, I saw David David Robinson play, but I didn't really, really see David Robinson yeah. play. Like I saw him at the end when he was in the Spurs. So when Gerard yeah. was out in L.A., it's like I kind of, I had a couple chances to see him, but then like I ran into him at school and I got his autograph, and that was kind of like that's dope though. I, that was kind of like that's dope. bigger than anything like that I I could have imagined. It's like, <laughs> I feel like I didn't really need to go see him, kind of like yeah, like, I feel you. Lumber up and down the field because he was only there for what one or two years? Two seasons. Two seasons. Yeah, I didn't I didn't go to any games then. I went to the game I think a year or two beforehand, and Donovan was still on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keen was still on the team, and he was he was nasty. Like he had a couple, he was like a couple MVP seasons, I want to say, and then they had uh, Giasi Zardes was also on the squad, mm-hmm. like coming up, and like the next season he got some like shine on like the U.S. national team mm-hmm. and stuff. But he's from Hawthorne, so I was like, oh, local boy, like mm-hmm. all that shit. But he's like on the billboards and shit around town and stuff yeah. like that now. So he's one of the, but he hasn't stepped up as like what people thought he might be able to because he has yeah. some raw athleticism, but yeah. like he hasn't put it together. He's taking that next step. Yeah, and then like if you ever had any dreams of playing in Europe, that's like five or six steps away. Yeah. <laughs> like, so like, uh, yeah, he's he's still on that level, and that's how like MLS is though. But it's kind of cool to see some people like kind of young and see see him kind of progress and see if see if anything happens to him. But I am down to go see Zlatan. Zlatan, if you want to go, we gotta go. We gotta. Go. I'm down. Zlatan. I want to see Zlatan, and I want to see the new LAFC stadium. So I might have to go twice. I'm gonna have to go to two. Did different they games. that LA that Battle of LA though? That was at StubHub, right? So they have they yet to play at LAFC yet? I want to say the opening game at LAFC was when the Galaxy were there. Well, I remember like Zantan hit that hit that screamer. Oh my god, what was that's that amazing. at? But was that at StubHub? I don't know. Let's check it out. Yeah. Let's let's watch the highlights. Let's go to the let's go to the video board. Alan, let's do it. <laughs> just look at the schedule. I just want to see the fucking goal. <laughs> yeah, watch that. Watch that goal. You watch the goal. I'll pull this up. This is called multitasking, folks. This is how you do it. Oh, he slapped an opponent a couple days ago, I too. Saw <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that shit was crazy. As long as Zlatan. Zlatan! Alright, we gotta put the volume down because it'll probably take my video down. <laughs> Yeah, I hope UEFA doesn't take it. I hope Heineken doesn't take my video down. Because <laughs> this is a Champions League song I've played. Boom! He hit the fucking 40-yarder out of out of there. Dog, that was so pre-season, nasty. Preseason, preseason, preseason. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was... Uh, yeah, they were at home. They mm-hmm. won 4-3. So they got one, one more left. Hold yeah. on. Let's check this out. You gonna look at schedules? This is sketchy. MLS schedule's kind of weird. July 26th, bro. On Thursday, 7.30. Bank the, of California. The bank. Spelled it wrong, but it's cool. <laughs> That's how Bank of California is spelled, though. Yeah, like, I noticed that a couple years ago. Just <laughs> I feel it. Oh, my homie uh, from school has uh, season tickets to... Which one? Uh, LAFC. Oh, for real? I'm going to hit him up. Hit see, him see up. See if we can go with him or... Let's get those tickets Bro if we can go In the supporter section That'd be so dope He's um Where's his He's like on like Midfield Uppers Okay Yeah 
That's still a good I've spot, seen, yeah, bro. I've seen his snaps, bro. He sees the whole see, field. That's, yeah, a, that's, 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 that's still amazing. When I went to go see the Galaxy, I, I got a seat like that, pretty much. Um, what's crazy, too, is I actually played an American football game there before I ever saw a soccer game be played there. <laughs> because they have, they, every year they always have the, the CIF state championship football okay. football games there for each division. And so, yeah, we were lucky enough to be really fucking dope when I was in high school. And so, like, we got to play there, which was amazing. We met Snoop Dogg there, too. Hey. That shit was fucking memorable. Because uh, Snoop went to... Snoop Youth Football League. Yup. You know? You know? He's out here putting putting dudes in the NFL, bro. D'Anthony Thomas played there. Like, he's got a good amount of dudes who are in the league now. Hey, Snoop has done it all, bro. He can't handle Snoop. Bro, you can't now. You got to give it to him. You gotta give it to him, bro. He's he's amazing. He's, he's so done funny. everything. He's done every he's done it all. But um, anyway, yeah, we ran into him because like, uh, Long Beach Poly. <sighs> of course, tickets would be over Hondo. Oh yeah, they're gonna Damn. Be, they're gonna be a grip to get in there. That's like the marquee matchup yeah. of the season for both those teams probably. But anyway, what was I saying? Um, yeah, so Long Beach Poly was in the bowl game and was playing the same day we were playing. Right, and they played the game right before us or right after us. Too bad we weren't going out with David. Twenty dollar tickets. Oh, like tomorrow yeah. <laughs> against San Jose. Yeah, for real. You gotta watch them against like the Columbus crew. Or does Columbus even have a team? Wednesday. Yeah, they do. See Dallas, dog. Fourteen dollars on a Wednesday. Hey, that might be bad, bro. Seven thirty. Yeah. Just to go see Zlatan. Let's hope Zlatan gets in. Oh, he's got his one. What, how many bands? Should we wait a little bit? Does he have a band right now? Well, I got one red card, so it's one at least one game, right? I think so. We can wait a little bit. MLS like we need the money. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, that's 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 the next game then, right? Yeah, that's tomorrow, San Jose. I mean, but like, what's the other one? The the one we after? We wait. We can scope out and see who's on these rosters. Maybe That's that is true. We look at some of the standings. Orlando City. Orlando City had some guys. LFC is coming back on the twenty fourth of. Oh, so they July, play. They play August. the the Galaxy. Yeah, League. I think MLS. I don't think they have enough teams to only play home and home. That's true. This guy getting down on racquetball. Racquetball dog, but that dude laid out. My dad used to love racquetball. I fucking was so scared I was gonna get hit in the face. <laughs> like every time I played racquetball. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve games left. For the Galaxy. For the Galaxy. Twelve home games left for Galaxy. Okay, that's not they too bad. Stuff that's not too bad. That's not too far from here either. And we can go. Use my parking pass. We can do a home and home, bro. We can do a home and home. Galaxy are here, my home, right. and then LAFC your home, <laughs> like right there. Right? Um, That's right, in your neck of the woods. Oh, yeah, literally down the street. Literally down the street, yeah. I think it's dope where they put it. The, put Are it. they taking down the Coliseum? Someone, no. Someone yesterday, someone, I forgot who it was. No. We were in mid, we were in mid conversation, and they said that some they were going to blow up the Coliseum and take nah. it down. I was like, yo, you're tripping, bro. Tripping. I was like, no, you gotta fact check that. I forgot who said it. They're gonna convert it to like the Olympics, bro. When the when they come here, right? That's, that's gonna be the I'm most thinking. dedicated. That's gonna be the most like the craziest shit because they had the Olympics there in that stadium before already in '84, and so they're gonna have it again in like 2026 or 2028, whatever it is. Um, 
That's gonna be so dope that it's gonna go let they, like. This will be their second time around using the same. Like, that's a legendary ass stadium. The Dodgers started playing there. Like USC's always football's always played there. Like I didn't really realize how like crazy the stadium was um, be, until last year when I went. I got a chance to go to USC game mm-hmm. because my company they have some like tickets. So because like USC alums yeah. are are like the owners of the company that I work for. And so they ha- usually have some really good tickets that are like 50, 40 yard line yeah. and like on the opposite side. So like on the UCLA side, but like when you're in the stadium and you're just like, and it was completely packed because there's USC UCLA game Classic I went to. Game. It was, it was crazy. And I was just like lucky enough to like actually claim the tickets on time. So I think possibly. Yeah. So I ended up going with like a couple, just people from work. Yeah. I can't remember who else I might have asked or who, who else was I even thought to invite. Anyway, we go in there and it's like, it's insane because like you look up and it's just like banks of people like on top of each other and it's just like, like just it, it looks like it just goes and just never stops where you're looking up. And I've never been in a stadium and like felt that like before in uh, just cause like the way it's kind of designed, it's like bowl shaped and mm-hmm. so and it gets really steep. The steeper, the, the higher up you go. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those type of designs. So like when you're looking up at the edges of it, you're like, oh my god, like whoa, like it looks like it's, it's like crazy. Um, but it, yeah, it was awesome. It was cool. They uh, they had a little alcohol section. We like chilled in there the second half. <laughs> and uh, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. I remember watching like just the game on the TV kind of I was, I was kind of like why am I doing this but also I was like kind of drunk too and I didn't really care and like the people I was with didn't really care about the game either so I was like whatever um, but uh, yeah I was watching Sam Darnold like fumble the ball like <laughs> like uh, against UCLA and still somehow pull out the victory that was Jim Moore's last game I remember seeing him on the sideline too he's uh, a lot of hype but didn't deliver UCLA they had some moments, but not enough. Some they did recruit a lot better. They had some good players that made the NFL. But uh, yeah, man, what do you think's gonna happen with this Cavs series, Celtics? Cause uh, the young C's are looking pretty pretty tough, but it's usually at home. This has been like home to home type of type of series. Do you want me to tell you what I hope will happen, or what? I <laughs> Put realistically, it on. what I think is gonna happen. Put them both on there, bro. What I hope will happen is LeBron goes Superman. Super Saiyan mode. <laughs> and they blow him out at home. And then he has to go back to Boston, Game 7, in the TD Garden. Okay. And he's got to have another miraculous performance. And he just goes. Another Game 7 in he Boston. Just, <laughs> he, just, he just goes LeBron James that we... That we've come to know. Does he pull out the old like stomp on the ground, Miami, stomp on the, the uh, 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 when he did it last time, bro? Oh my god, that was so nasty. And hopefully his supporting cast shows up. We get a Kyle Corver, you know, Kevin Love signing. Bro, they pull it out in seven. We need a Jordan Clarkson, Rodney Hood, J.R. Smith signing because yeah. I feel like those dudes are at least giving somewhat of an effort, even if they're not scoring all the time, yeah. right? Like the other dudes are like. Disappointing as fuck, bro. It's really frustrating. Like if you can, if you can sit there and you can watch those games and you can like hate LeBron James <laughs> and like give him flack for like his team sucking. It's just like yeah, you just need to stop watching basketball, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's, 
There, well, you can hate, but like you can also have a, a respect and understanding of what happened. Okay, yeah, fair point. Because like I was listening to uh, Michael Rappaport, and he's like a big LeBron hater, and the way he like rationalizes is pretty smart. Because it's the way I rationalized my Kobe hatred. It was like, I know he's the best, but I like this team, and I and he's not on my team. Yeah. So fuck him. <laughs> so, so we're trying to go through him. Like yeah. so, like because he was like, I don't like this Golden Warriors, Golden State Warriors shit of like. Let's just get all the du- same dudes and just like you know team up. Yeah. It's like no, we're trying to fucking take you down, bro. We're trying to take everybody down. I like Rappaport. Yeah. So you were saying that shit, and I was like, that's how I thought about Kobe. Yep. Fucking hated that dude to guts, but like I'll give it to him. He was like the scariest guy to play against. I wouldn't say he was the best player, but like hands down, you could argue it every, almost like a like a good stretch of his career. But there's good arguments for other players too. Tim Duncan. KG, like, D-Wade at certain points, like, you know. I guess because it's like he plays a more flashy position. I mm-hmm. think that's why. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. There's that. If you want to go by, like, all the credentials, it's like, right, Duncan's got the rings, Duncan's got the stats, Duncan's got clutch moments. But the, with the dude with the ball, like, with the game on the line, there's no dude I was, like, more afraid of or ever. Um, And I didn't watch MJ. I only watched, like, Wizards MJ because he is. I started watching the NBA like I really remember probably around late, like two like two thousand. Because mm-hmm. ninety nine, I don't really remember watching the Spurs winning it, and like the short short season and everything. Mm-mm. But two thousand, I for sure remember those playoffs. Like I remember Jordan and the Wizards. My mm-hmm. very earliest, 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 earliest memory of basketball. I was in Stockton. We were living in our apartment. It had to be. It had to be ninety six. Like Jordan's last mm-hmm. year, and I remember sitting down and I was watching the TV, and I remember I was just eating popcorn, <laughs> and I just remember like the red uniforms and the music, uh, yeah, the NBC music, uh-huh. and it ha- it was Jordan against the Jazz. It was like I, you know, I can't tell you what, ha- like obviously you know what happened now because we have highlights, right? Like, but back right. in the days, like I didn't know what was going on. I just remember watching like red jerseys and white jerseys going across like, <laughs> yeah. it, it had to be the finals like but I didn't know game what was, six where yeah. he pulls up on Byron yeah, I, don't, like, I, didn't yeah. know, I didn't know what was going on I, remember just, I was just eating popcorn on the couch I just yeah, that was my earliest memory of basketball. How about the play before that where you like Carmelo has the ball in the post and he just strips him? Like, yeah. give me that shit, son. You ain't win this championship. Like, yeah, just took it from him. No, I couldn't tell no. you what happened back then. But think about like the heights of that shit, though. No, for real, I know. <laughs> like the level of that shit of like just god level shit that was like, to do that. Like, oh my like, god. I wasn't really into basketball back then, but for some reason I had like the consciousness of like when Jordan came back. Mm-hmm. I think it was because of like Space Jam, like that's I think <laughs> at least what I got. Like everybody else was talking about it too. Yeah. Though. Well, when Jordan came back to the Wizards, like I kind of I like asked my dad, "Hey, we should go see Michael Jordan before he retires." <laughs> yeah, He's yeah. Not coming back. Like I remember, but like I didn't watch basketball back then. You know? But like I had like the awareness to at least ask to see if we can go see him. We never got to see him, by the way. But yeah, I never saw him either. It would have been cool. But I mean, like ticket prices were. Would have been outrageous. Who are some players that you have seen that are like up there that you would say? Oh, uh, dude, I remember back in the day, my dad's a UOP alum. Shout out to University Pacific. Okay, Stockton. okay. And uh, yeah, shout out to UOP. I got family that went there. Uh, Olo Candy went there. So when Olo Candy was out <laughs> on the, the Timberwolves, candy man. Yeah, yeah. He, he's on the Timberwolves. My dad got tickets, and I remember I was wearing my my KGs. The, the like mm. the blue greenish teal ones. Okay, the Nikes. Yeah, I wore yeah. those for the game. 
I remember when I first got those. I was at you know, it was. Uh, Were they playing the Kings? Yeah, it was King. It was Kings. Okay. Symbols. But I remember the first day I got those. I went out and uh, I went to school, and we had like recess in the morning, and then like, <laughs> and then like, you know, they like the bell rings and everybody lines up on the the, the white line, you know, mm-hmm. before class starts. Single and, file. And, yeah, everybody. Hit, but we like would line up like around like the square, and everybody had like white and black shoes. And I showed up with these like teal green ones, and I was looking at my shoes, and I was like, "Hey, I felt like the man." I was like, "Yeah." Bro, tell me why. <laughs> tell me why. Back in the day, I had a pair of like Nike foam posits that I would play basketball in, and I would wear those to school, like the yeah. blue ones, like the royal blue, I and had the, those, too. those were my my those my team's too, colors too, so yeah. it matched the jersey perfect. Oh man, yep. <laughs> I remember coming in just feeling like King Kong and got shit on me, like, you know. And I had those, and then I remember that I was one of the first people, <coughs> not globally or anything, but, but I remember... In your school or something? Yeah. School, yeah. I used to rock the headband. And I remember I wore the headband to school, and nobody at the time was wearing the headband. Bro, I used to do that too. <laughs> but, then, but then tell me why, like, a couple weeks later, kids started wearing headbands. <laughs> And the kids would start to wear them like the Nike sign upside down. Oh, they like, get start flexing, like putting them in the back. Like, I was like, that's cool, you can change it up, but just know I was one of the first people that wore the headbands, and I was one of the first people that had colored shoes. Bro, I had like the the, the matching wristbands with the headband, bro. Like I've come, I had one. It was fucking fire. It was the the red, white, and blue like old school color wristbands. I used to have some of those with the NBA logo on them. I had some Nike ones. Oh man, I had so many. Let me see if I, I was the kid who would like show up and show up to school, like in middle school, like wearing an NBA jersey, like big baggy jeans and some sneakers. Yep. <laughs> maybe maybe a rock a hat, and I have to take it off of class and shit. But uh, put it in my backpack. Um, I think I'm gonna have to dig into mine. Yeah, you're gonna like the. I don't think it's on Facebook, but. Dude, I had like oh, an. Those are my best seats I ever got at King Cave. Ooh, damn. That's really, really good. I've never been that close in any game. Um, I have been, like, some really dope lower ball scenes. So, okay. So, you got to see KG then. Um, like, uh, what year? Like, 04? Uh, it's very vague. I want to say... Because old candy, when, it like, were, like it was when they were in their prime. It was like yeah. when they were when they were challenging the Kings and stuff in the playoffs. Right, old candy was only on the team for like one or two years. Yeah. So like, I um, can't remember if they they either had because I saw them in the playoffs that year. They either had Marbury or they had um, who was the other Sprewell. It was either that or they had Sam Cassell, right? Who they did have Sam Cassell for, for like two years too. Years. I, I want to say it was the Marbury year, but I can't. You know, I have a funny old little candy story though. Tell it. So in high school, we had this like uh, gym coach who was like a train, like he did like training, like sports training. So he was like basically hired to kind of like train the athletes, like in our school, right? Mm-hmm. And he had like worked at UOP before during this era like when old candy was there and he was going off like when he first showed up because like he showed up like my sophomore year um he uh was like kind of had him to like step up and like you know like you know command the room and everything like gentlemen like (laughs) like 
like you know I've done this this and that that he's like kind of listing off his credentials about like how he's uh, helped Olympic athletes and et cetera et cetera he's yeah, done, sell himself a little yeah, bit. yeah yeah and then he goes off and he's like I've had like number one draft picks you know and all this stuff and and then in the, the, somebody like kind of like one of my friends my friend Ray he's like a year older than me he freaking like called him out on it like in one of the classes he raised his hand he's like uh, I'm sorry like uh, I'm sorry coach but like um you're talking about like old candy and stuff like that so like you know I know he's a number one draft pick but what the hell happened to him in the NBA and like oh. <laughs> and immediately he came back and was like super defensive was like like you know what? Well, like my job was to make train him to make sure he was a good prime athlete. Like what he did on the court was not not money in my business. I didn't have him to touch a basketball at all. We always you know did just like regular testing. You know, he's super deflect, 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 deflect. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit! And, like he made him kind of shook for a moment, <laughs> like in the middle of class in front of everybody. And it was like, it was kind of funny, but. Um, yeah, we're like, man, this dude is garbage. What the fuck yeah. happened? <laughs> like, can't claim him, bro. <laughs> but he was number one draft pick. He, he did his job, though, yeah. man. He made him test out, like, tremendous. <laughs> yeah, so looking up, they had Cassell. I remember him watching. Alien we head the, Cassell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we Ugliest NBA players like him or, like, Popeye Jones. Like, one and two. Like, yeah, we, were in the, we were in the nosebleeds. I'm not gonna lie, but... <clears throat> I saw KG, Timberwolf days, and obviously they always said Spree Wells are the act. I'm looking at the roster right now. Nice. So Hoiberg, I remember Hoiberg. <laughs> the mayor, they called him the mayor. Yep. You know why they called him the mayor? Because <coughs> he's white, I don't know. Because he got a write-in vote in his hometown for mayor. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was published in the local news, and like the team picked <coughs> up on it, so that's what they, and, like, the, the, um, they started calling him that, <laughs> like the mayor. But, yeah, dude, I watched them play the Sacramento Kings in the 04 playoffs the year Chris Webber came back after the knee injury. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, some of them, like, the most epic game I've ever been to. And it, unfortunately, was the Kings' loss, but it was, like, five, it was, like, game five or six, and it was, like, they were down by, like, damn near double digits, like, under two minutes left, and Webber, like, comes down the court, picks, like, you know, tries to go coast to coast. Um, and pulls up for three and just freaking hits it off the side of the backboard like horrible. Mm-hmm. Coach Tals, Adelman calls timeout. They take Weber out of the game and they like put a bunch of shooters out there, right? And literally, Pajic just gets like the most on fire I'd ever seen yep. like eighty player like ever I, I, like in live like in person. He proceeds to hit like I want to say three threes in a row, and one of them was a, a and one three pointer, and it was like fucking incredible and they also hit like another bucket and got like a steal and a layup or something mm-hmm. like that and it was like and they, they forced it at overtime half the arena had left and so we had stuck around and we were one of those few people there and it was the loudest it got like the whole night it was like half full arena in Arco it was fucking amazing it was literally me and my dad were high-fiving random strangers in the fucking oh, like crowd and so like like, Whoa! like we we'd run up a couple couple we'd, we'd leave our seats leave the aisle uh, get into the aisle walk up a couple rows just and then like near the press box and then we'd reach into the press box and give all of those motherfuckers high fives and everything um what are you looking for i got a um i got one that's like in the uh, the bottle in there if you want oh for sure for sure um anyway oh, i had some right here too um but yeah he they he came back and he like forced he basically by himself like damn near 
like sent the game into overtime and it was like some of the craziest shit I'd ever seen. He just was like didn't have a, the greatest of games either and then just like out of nowhere caught fire and just chucking him up, chucking him up, chucking him up. I was like, damn. And it was insane. Like, no, there's no way this is going to happen. It goes in. And it was right. like, there's no way this one's going to go. It is what they do. And they're like, they kept missing too. And it was just like out of nowhere. Just, just kept on, uh, it kept on snowballing and it was crazy. But KG came back into the game or like KG, he was like out of the game and then came back in. And then they still did it. They still made the comeback. And then in overtime, KG took over and like scored a couple buckets. And like, yeah. Paige got a couple more shots, but it wasn't enough. Like they didn't. Like Webb was like, his knee was. You could tell. It was just he was never the same player after he had that, that surgery and it was or that injury. It was unfortunate, man, because he was so good, so so good. He was like perfect for Sacramento, like mm-hmm. that team, like that type of player. But yeah, obviously since the Kings are like the hometown <laughs> squad, yeah, I've seen Bibby, Tasia, Weber, Bobby Jackson was one of my favorites. He was amazing, man. Christy, I remember when they got Gerald Wallace. I remember I caught, I had one of like the, mm-hmm. the little mini basketballs with his name on. I had a autograph. Yeah. So I've seen. I had a Jared Wallace bobblehead, Jared, uh, bobblehead doll Dude, that used to give it to Carl Jr. Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I had to that get all of those. Brad Miller. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> obviously, I like Brad Miller because we won last name Miller. Yeah, so. Miller was a G. He had, he had like two moves. <laughs> he had Super country, bro. <laughs> super, the most country like NBA player like ever. <laughs> one of the most ever. He was doing commercials for like the freaking like... Um, RV like play like places in like Sac- sale in yep. Sac- yep. Sacramento. Yep. <laughs> doing the local ads, yep. I loved it. I was like, that's so Brad. That was like the perfect sponsorship. Dude. Remember, like, remember, yeah. used to do them too. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. They were. They're out there in the country, or whatever. Yeah. And they did. They had the ones. No, they did the ones where it was the Good Feet store for Peja, and then they also had like another one that they did too. I thought they did. Was, I thought it was like driving or did something. Did they do like the Roseville Auto Mall? That's like what that? it was. It was Roseville Auto Mall because yeah. it would be like like in like the 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 whole cheesy like yeah. I'm in a car with yeah. like the green screen behind me thing yeah, shtick. It was shit. hilarious though. Oh man. Dude, shout out to Sacramento oh, commercials, man. bro. Dude, Isaiah Thomas, always a pizza the guy. Pizza guy <laughs> forever. He'll be the pizza guy, dude. They try to make Ben Mclemore the pizza guy, and he was just like oh, not. He wasn't even an NBA player, bro. <laughs> just like, man, because he was like right after Isaiah left. But, they man. did not deserve to wear sixteen, though. Nah, shame. That's when they, they retired it the next year, and then yeah. he changed the number. But uh, yeah, that was uh, dude. Shout out to Isaiah Thomas. Back in the infancy of my Twitter days, when I had another Twitter account uh, before I deleted it because I thought I was going to do sports broadcasting and I didn't want motherfuckers to go see the salacious shit I used to say yeah. <laughs> as a middle schooler and shit, uh, and high schooler. As high schooler, not middle schooler. Um, anyway, I was like, I tweeted to Isaiah Thomas the night we get drafted him, like as the 60th pick overall, yeah. as like the last pick of the draft. And uh, I was like, kind of low key, kind of stoked because like he was a dope ass player in yeah. Washington. Yeah. I remember, like, literally the Pac-12 tournament before he hit a game-winning shot, basically, to win the tournament. It was the coldest thing ever. I was watching it live. I was like, oh, this little dude just, like, ran the clock down and just, like, pulled up this cold, cold step-back three-pointer on on uh, Oregon or someone because he was playing for, like, Washington. Oh, my God, he was so nasty. He was just, like, killing it that whole season. And so, like, I was, like, looking at, watching the draft, like, man, like, why haven't they taken this dude? Why haven't they taken this dude? Why haven't they taken this dude? Like, oh, that'd be a good, good fit, good fit, whatever. 
And then it gets to the Kings. They have the last pick of the draft, and I was like, ah, they probably won't don't want him because I think they had some point cards already. And then they, they take him, and I was like, oh, shit. I was, like, happily surprised. And I went on Twitter, found his page, and was like, yo, at Isaiah Thomas 2 or whatever. It's like, uh, hey, man, welcome to Sacramento. If you're as clutch as you were at University of Washington, like, we're, the fans are going to love you for sure. Yeah. And he liked it. I can't remember. I think he might retweet it or something like that. I but he, he was going through liking and retweeting, like, everybody was giving him praise. Like, welcome yeah. to Sacramento, welcome to Sacramento that, yeah. that, that night. And... Literally exactly what I said came true, bro. He was yeah. so clutch. He was so amazing. Uh, one of my favorite Kings players, like to put on the uniform, especially during like the whole horrible 10, 11 year stretch that they've been going through. Mm -hmm. 12 year stretch now, I think is what it is. But it's been a while since the playoffs. Yeah, so I saw some of the early Kings. Bro, I think I know where that's at. I think that's in. Uh, uh, no, I think that is in um, the Catalina Island. Bro, cause like I went there as like a, that's a random aside. We're watching Sports Center's on right now. They got a commercial and there's a Corona commercial and there was like a beach. And I do remember not making the move with the chick there. That I definitely should have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like I'm pretty sure that that just gave me flashbacks. That uh, if you're listening, shout out to you, Adrian. Hope uh, hope you're out there. Hope you're having a nice life. <laughs> I haven't seen you since high school. <laughs> anyway. Onward. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. Uh, what were we saying? What were we saying though? Um, I'm just trying to go through some of the, the players I've seen. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, I saw a runner test. Bro, yeah. The the day, I think it was the game, the very first game he played in the Sacramento. I think oh, he took us to that. Oh shit. That was random. Because yeah. I remember walking up and some guy had a Ron Artest jersey. He's like, how the hell did he already get a Ron Artest jersey? <laughs> yeah. He just came here like, like he just got traded here like yesterday. Damn. It was the Kings one. It was like, whatever. So Kings like, number 93, whatever. So yeah. I'm assuming he was like, I don't know, an owner or something. I don't know. Whatever. Probably went to the, the store that day when they got him. Well, we were or like customized it. We were in the parking lot. That's what I'm saying. So we were walking up to the parking lot. He well, the Kings Artest team store... store at Arco Arena used to remain open like during business hours like during the week too like when mm -hmm. they were away or they weren't playing so like you could go in there and like ask for a jersey and do it that way so I was what I'm guessing he must have done or they had a little store in Arden Fair Mall too yeah. that they would sell stuff there so oh, I was just kind of amazed like, but yeah that's yeah, amazing that's though like the same like, day <laughs> just got traded the day before two days ago that's crazy that's on it too uh, so I've seen uh, like a plethora of Kings players that have come through the ranks. Um, Any opposing opposing guys? I that saw a Clippers game. I saw uh, Lob City, Chris Paul, Blake, Blake. I've seen them. Uh, DJ. Um, mm -hmm. I think Eric Gordon was on the team that year. Was it Eric Gordon? It was um, who was the shooter that they had? Gordon got traded for Paul. I want to okay, say. Okay, then it wasn't Gordon. JJ Redick for sure. Or was it? Was it? Um, Rakeem Bogut, no. Oh, that's they like the somebody, early days of them. Yeah. No, well, they had they had somebody on the squad that would come off the bench. I know. Oh man, I'm blanking on his name. They had like Ryan Gomes for a minute. They had yeah, like Al Farouk. Because that's when I was kind of into the Clippers. I was trying to like formulate a new team. Yeah. I was trying to get behind them, and I I just couldn't get behind them. I actually met Eric Eric Gordon a couple times. Uh, one time he was at an LMU basketball game sitting like like as close as me and you were he was like this way like 
like one row down. Yeah, kind of diagonal for me. And it was, uh, that was pretty random. It's like, oh shit, that's Eric Gordon. Or like, me and my friend was like, hey man, I think it's Eric Gordon from the Clippers here. Because like, Clippers practice facility was like right around the corner from where like LMU, like uh, our campus was. Mm -hmm. So, um, some random like Clipper players would show up, like Eric Gordon would show up. I've seen, I saw Blake Griffin there, um, like at the games and stuff. And then during the NBA lockout, it was crazy because they couldn't use the NBA, like, gyms and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, like, all the NBA players, the next best option was them to use, like, all the uh, colleges, camp campuses, because they had the next best courts and everything to go play pickup ball and stuff. And so all the NBA guys all out, like, on the same text group and all that shit. Um, so they would all, everybody would come to L.A. or they would just, like, be living there in the off season and stuff. And they would just be coming through our campus and playing pickup ball games just, like, every day, like, middle, like the middle of the day. And so I saw DeMar DeRozan there. I saw Ron Artest there. Blake Griffin there. David Lee were who I saw. Um, uh, the guy I took his parking space was there. Livingston. John Livingston. Nobody recognized him. This was like after his knee injury. And I don't think he was like on the fringe of the NBA. He was like on the Bobcats or something. Like people would forget. Yeah. It was like his first or second year back in the league after he had missed a few seasons mm -hmm. from that devastating knee injury that he had. Um, but... Um, yeah, so he was there. Like, D. Wade showed up one day. Uh, Kobe showed up. I saw James Harden in his uh, Range Rover outside of the gym one day, walking to, like, the, the the gym that we use, like, to lift, lift weights and stuff. And I was like, oh, what's up, James? And I gave him a little dab. He's like, oh, yeah, what's up? And then, like, it wasn't just, like, whatever. And I, like, walk in. As, like, we'll walk out, like, an hour and a half later after my workout's done. I see like four sorority bitches just like just hovered around like the car or whatever yeah. just like look with their phones out I'm like oh, I know what you're doing bro <laughs> I was like I was like oh, I got you bro <laughs> go shoot your yeah go do go do you bro yeah you're a shooter man <laughs> for yeah. sure um, but yeah so he he would show up and play um, Chris Paul would show up and play Darren Williams would show up and play like um, Kevin Durant would show up and play Russell Westbrook would show up and play. Um, trying to think who else uh you know what was the funniest thing too is you would see some of the guys and you'd be like oh this dude's not part of the text crew he just was kind of here because he knows like some of the dudes are here all the time yeah. lou amundsen was one of those guys yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would be there like at because i would be at the gym either playing basketball or lifting weights or doing something just trying to keep active and like i would be there in the middle of the day all the time <laughs> and so I would like see some of these guys just kind of walking around, kind of like looking, or like, are they here today? Like, yeah. should they do like just kind of just skating, waiting, wait, wait to be the tenth man on like a fuck five on five pickup yeah. game or something. <laughs> like, I like I respect the hustle because he was like a fringe NBA player. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's but it was kind of funny. I really recognized that he was outside by himself, like with nobody else, just yeah, like looking at his really. phone, trying to like not be you know, obvious that you're a humongous human being with a fucking man bun. Like, yeah. there's only so many of you guys out there. Like, oh man, that was pretty funny. It was pretty crazy. The day Kobe came, I just I didn't even go. I was like, man, fuck Kobe. <laughs> you ruined my childhood. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you props, respect, man. You're one of the maybe top ten greatest players of all time, but fuck it, bro. <laughs> like, especially at that point, he was still killing it with the Lakers with Powell. Man, I've seen some random NBA players around. I saw Powell Gasol at the Townhouse Bar in Venice Beach, which is this little-ass bar where it's like kind of like a speakeasy style where they have... 
like the upstairs and then like a downstairs area. Yeah. I saw him in the motherfucking downstairs area. This dude had to like put his head down yeah. and like he was like in a booth in the corner and it was super super dark down there. You can't see nothing. And I was like in the middle area with like a beer in my hand or something to drink and I look over and I see this dude fucking big old floppy hair mm-hmm. big old nose and shit looking huge like trying to look inco- like incognito in the corner you can't look incognito <laughs> I mean you're 7 foot Spaniard bro oh man he's so huge so I saw him there uh, one time when I was driving in the neighborhood when I was at LMU I saw DeAndre Jordan driving a, a, like a Rolls Royce or a Bentley I could tell it was his head because it's fucking humongous and he had like a, the mini afro he had at the time or something so I seen him around there the, the Denver Nuggets practice in our gym one time when they're playing in the playoffs against the Lakers, I think. Um, Mellow in there? Was it Mellow in there? That was post-Mellow. That was, I think, uh, that was, like, Ty Lawson and, like, Andre Miller and yeah. Nene and, like, Gallinari. Yeah. It's, like, after they traded him to the Knicks and they got all those pieces, like, Mozgov and all that. I mean, they kind of had, like, a good core kind of team, you know? No superstar, but like solid everybody. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think who else I've ran into. Um, De- Demar Derozan went to one of our basketball games one time during the lockout, and like I was talking to him because he's from Compton, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And I was like, uh, "What you what you up to now, man? The off like you know off season since you guys not not playing ball right now." He's like. Oh man, like I got this little gig right now. I'm working out. I had the the Foot Locker down there, and like Compton, da, 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 nice. come through and like get these like sneakers and shit. Cause he had a, like an endorsement deal with Foot Locker, yeah. so like he was. I'm sure he wasn't truly working or something like yeah. that. Or, like I'm just kind of show up for a couple hours. Yeah, man, why not, man? I'm gonna pay you to do it. Just fuck it. Like, <laughs> being your hometown, man. He's just like not doing shit anyway. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm sure that should I paid him a little bit? Cause I'm sure there was like they got some attraction of like people coming through and stuff, buying shit. Uh, who else? Um, I don't know. I've seen some. I feel like I'm kind of blessed. I've seen some good players. Uh, outside of the court. <laughs> yeah, but like on the court though, who I've actually seen play though. Um, the same guys you said pretty much for the the Kings. Yeah. Anybody who's been on the Kings pretty much from. Oh three to. <laughs> yeah, like oh two to like. Oh six, oh seven, and then there were some years I didn't see some games for a while, just because. Damn, that was a crazy catch, yeah, Jesus. Because obviously I like. Well, there was a couple different things. One, the team was shit, so it didn't give me a, like an impetus to like want to go all the time. Yeah. Two, the Maloofs were holding the team hostage and just like just gutting the roster every year and just trying to make like the least amount of or pay the least amount of money because they were broke after like the financial crash too. 2008 they lost a lot of money in the Palms Casino that they were investing in uh, that they literally had just invested and built right before the economy tanked so like they did it at like the wrong time um, and they they were like on the fringe of like even being like like you shouldn't even be a fucking owner at this point you know mm-hmm. and so I was kind of like pissed off really pissed off at them and I didn't want to give them money like su- to support them yeah because um, like they forced that they were they had like three legitimate relocation efforts to like move the team and every single time like the city and like the league and everybody else just like rallied around like keeping the team there which is it's honestly a miracle that they're still around um shout out to vivek for doing that but 
Uh, yeah, Vivek, just just let the other people work. Stop making decisions about the basketball players. Um, yeah, so I didn't really watch some of them. And then I moved down here, and I, I've been to like Clipper games and to some a few Laker games. Um, but some of the guys that I've seen, I saw like KG in his prime. Mm-hmm. I see, I saw like Tim Duncan in his prime. I saw him a couple times. I saw Duncan like later on when he was winning championships later, too when he was older, uh, with the when he played the Clippers. Um, I don't think I've seen those three. I'm trying to think who else I've seen um, that I remember. Um, I've seen, seen Kobe, obviously. I got to see Kobe in one year. My friend took me to a Kings Lakers game. Actually, I was blessed. I never did because the year I went to go see the Lakers play the Kings here in, in LA, he was injured with oh, the Achilles shit. injury. So I technically never saw Kobe play, which I'm not mad. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I saw Miss Sack. <laughs> it was when he was, it was the Lakers were shitty, but he was yeah. still pretty good. Yeah. Wasn't one of his miracle, like impressive nights. It was just like an average night, but I was like, yeah, I got some. Right, which was few and far between, because it seemed like every time he come to Sacramento, he just freaking just like put the dagger in the freaking yeah. hearts every, and he enjoyed it, and that's what made it just piss me off more. I was like, yeah. nerd fucking guy, like, yeah. why every time? It's like, Lakers down by two, Kobe's got the ball on the wing. It's like we're fucked. <laughs> like it's like you don't even need to like, uh, watch the rest of the play. You could just be like, oh fuck, <laughs> like. Already, it was like fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what my thought process was every time he touched it in the fourth quarter. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to think who else. I think I saw Dwight Howard play. D Wade, I've seen play. Um, I have not seen LeBron play. Saw LeBron this year. You got to see him this year. I was like close to wanting to go to join you, but I did not. Um, check that off my list. Yeah, who else? Who else? Mello. Have you seen Mello yet? I saw Mello in the Knicks day. I'm trying to think. Did I see Mello? Um, I saw. I've seen Porzingis. I saw Mello when he was on the Nuggets. Actually, I think. Um, I haven't seen Porzingis. I haven't seen too many of the younger guys. Hmm. I mean, I'd have to go back and look and see who was on on the roster to. <clears throat> For all the young people, right? I've uh, seen some. I've seen some cool things like buzzer beaters and stuff like that before. Dude, what's the guy? It was 2013 Kings Knicks in Sacramento. Uh, I think Amari was out, Melo was out, and then uh, Kings. Was, I remember I was at this game. I was sitting, <laughs> in the, I was sitting at the lower bowl, and the Knicks were up by. It was when they had JK to run a point. Uh-huh. And we were kind of depleted at that time of the season, and then everybody started to get. Rasheed Wallace healthy. was already out yeah, for the year. Out. Damn, but, I missed that. But it was. Kings were up early, and then the Knicks kind of clawed their way back. They were down double digits, and Knicks uh-huh. kind of clawed their way back. And then it was really, really tight at the end. And then I forget who it was. He's kind of like a scrub for the Kings, and he never shoots threes. And he got a, I think, I don't I want to say oh. his name was Thompson or something Is like that. Is it James? Oh, no. Oh, um, uh, yes, yes. Um. He came off a curl or something like that. <laughs> and he got the ball and he hit a three at the buzzer. Or it was either a big, a three or a long two. It was a James Johnson. It was a I James. think it might have been. It was something like that. He would have had such a scrub year for the yeah. Kings. But uh, the, uh, I was thinking of him or um, 
Jason Thompson. I think it might have been Jason Thompson. Yeah, Jason Thompson was like the definition of vanilla average. Like, yeah, he would. he'll get you ten and like eight. <laughs> like, but then he would have crazy games where he'd get you eighteen and twelve. Because <laughs> like, it was just like, because he did, he hit the buzzer beat. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> like, why is this guy taking the fucking last shot? Bro, when I went to the game this year, that's literally what happened. I literally put it on my Snapchat. Like, what are we doing? Like, this was like, Kings had the ball with like down. Two, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, two seconds left. And they, like, get the ball. They're throwing the play out of bounds, right? And they throw it into freaking um, uh, Scal Labissier. And uh, throw it into him at the three-point line. He turns around, faces up. And, like, as soon as he throws it into him, I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, I'm on the snap. Like, what are we doing? He gets the ball, turns around, faces up, pulls up from three, nails the shot. They win by one. I was like, oh, uh, fuck. Oh, man. That was crazy. And I, I was cool because I was in the new stadium or the new arena. I was like, it was my first game there. It was it was, it was awesome. I forgot. I, knew, I already forgot who we saw in that new stadium. We just went just because something to do right and we had, none of us had seen the new stadium before I think they were playing oh, I remember I just remember my my homie he's a, a low key Kings fan he worked out in <laughs> sack there's a guy he had like glasses and like short hair and freckles and stuff we kept calling him he looked like I guess he looked like Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> he's like, he like why is Dahmer getting so hyped right now and he's just climbing the whole game I was like let the man live <laughs> damn bro yeah, that's what's funny is like you could just like shit on random people like there. I remember you know that's what's funny too is like you could hear random people shitting on the players. Mm-hmm. There's one time this dude like oh I saw Rashard Lewis and Ray Allen play when they're on the Sonics. Ooh. Yeah, this is what I remember yeah, because Rashard Lewis was like heat killing the Kings that game, just murdering them, and then he had these like bright yellow Nike sh- like black and the base, and then had like bright yellow like on the trim on the outside. Some dude just kept yelling, your shoes are yellow! <laughs> From, like, the upper deck. He's like, your shoes are yellow! Number seven! <laughs> like, like, the whole game. And, like, every so often. But, uh... I saw... I saw these Warriors before they started winning titles. Oh, I did, too. I did, too. I saw them in the playoffs when they closed out against the Spurs. I think it was the year before they won the titles. I saw that them. That was a cool game. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, this is when I hit. They hit the shot. Whatever. <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> then I give my dad a high five. <laughs> oh, I was pretty, pretty hyped. That was fun. But um, yeah, I, I, you know, what's so crazy. My uncle bought me tickets to the Warriors Clippers game seven down here in L.A. It was me. And, like, my two roommates, and we went at the time, and we had a good time. And uh, he got us crazy good seats for a playoff game at Staples Center. Lower bowl. I had better seats than Clipper Darrell. Clipper Darrell was, like, four rows behind me. (laughs) I was, uh, like, about four or five rows from where the media was sitting, Mm -hmm. and we could see all the guys there were like, hey, Mark Spears, what's up? (laughs) And he turned around and looked at us, and we're like, hey, what's up? And he gave me like a nod, like a smile. (laughs) Like, oh, these freaking idiots. Like, they know who I am. (laughs) Billy Crystal. (laughs) Oh, man, we had some great seats. It was awesome. But um, we were kind of in the corner, right? 
um, like on the sideline corner-ish, a little bit up. Like, And uh, I remember, yeah, it was game seven, Clippers and the, the Warriors. And this is like when the Clippers won. It was the first playoff series. I think they had won. And uh, it went to seven. And I remember Doc came over and was slapping the, the um, what's it called? The scores table, yeah. Like in like 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 yes, we fucking did it. Like yeah, yeah, you know all that shit. And like they're super hyped and like we're gonna do it. It's gonna be the team in LA. Like Lakers are on the downs turn. Yeah. Like we're gonna, you know, like it was like See, yeah. right the moment changing the guard kind of thing. But it was an amazing game too because it was like the first time. It was one of the that year was like the first kind of time you kind of saw the Warriors kind of put some of the formula together in terms of how they play. Because mm-hmm. what would happen is. Mark Jackson would come and have them running sets and like super slow, like traditional like half court offenses. Like mm-hmm. I said, running through David Lee all the time, yeah. and the secondary options were all the out shooters on the outside. But then they would get down in games, and then that's when you get desperate, right? And you're just like running and gunning. So they would get down a lot, and they would, but they would be make a ton of comebacks. And Curry would be heating up in the fourth quarter and third quarter, all these runs that they'd make, and so it's like. I remember reading Bill Simmons specifically. He used to always point this out. He's like, "Why aren't they just fucking just doing this all game? Like the yeah. whole time they would run teams out of the building. Like you're yeah. just thinking about it. Like their fourth quarter stats were just so lopsided compared to how bad they did like in the beginning of the game. And so, like they did exactly that in that game. Like where they came back in the third quarter, mm-hmm. like the fourth. I think in the fourth quarter where it was, uh, they were like, "Oh my god, that was horrible. <laughs> like what the hell was that?" But uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. It was um, it was a fun fun game. At one point, Curry hit a three in the corner to like either tie it or like make it like with the one position game. And I had like a pink polo shirt on. Mm-hmm. And I remember I got up and I was like, "Oh!" And like the camera like was on him. And then as he shoots it, it pans out like this, and like you could see the shot going through the air. And you see like my pink shirt jump in the air, like for a split second on Sports Center. I was like, "Oh, that's me! That's, that's me! me. <laughs> that's me!" Yeah, good times though. But uh. Yeah, so I guess I could say I've seen Curry and I've seen Clay, um, and Draymond, because he was on the squad too. Yeah, I remember um, when I was like looking at colleges, I came down here to check out like Dominguez, mm. and we were like looking for stuff to do like later that night, and I was like, oh, the Warriors and Lakers are playing, so we just, ran- <laughs> we just randomly got tickets. Yeah. And I saw like like my first like Lakers game in the Staples Center against the the Warriors, and like it's. Curry had a triple double that game. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was a pretty cool game to check out. Damn. Curry cooked them. <laughs> it was really cool. What's the craziest sporting event that you were like, I'm so blessed to have been here? Um, let's see. I'm just going to run through. I saw a buzzer beater um, at Arco. Okay. Um, Who? Oh, was that, that, that the one? one we just talked about. Okay. Um, I saw Curry drop a, drop a, Curry drop a triple double. I saw LeBron play. Um, I would say probably like the most memorable. It doesn't have to be any basketball either. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm just trying to run through the sports. Y- yeah. Um, um, I would probably say I watched uh, Vikings Raiders uh, about three years ago in Oakland. Maybe four right? in Oakland. Adrian Peterson had his last 200-yard game, <laughs> and they cut the Raiders. Oh, man. Yeah, a lot and of people were. And I also were. saw, 
Cordell Patterson had a kick return that game, so that's pretty significant. I do remember that as well. Um, keep, the Raiders were coming back at that point, and then he fucking ran it back, and it was like, oh, we're done. That was, <laughs> like, a, that was a good one, like, or probably... Um, probably going to Minnesota and watching this, this se- the season opener. Mm. Actually, the official first home game for the Vikings against the Packers. First regular season home Sunday game. night, because they had preseason there too, and then I guess Chelsea played it like earlier that season. Right, right. But it was like the first official like Vikings home game. I was there Sunday night against the Packers, and we took down Aaron Rodgers. That's pretty memorable. Uh, I'm not going to lie. That's, that yeah. sounds pretty badass. And like, that was the game that I think Peterson like, hurt himself too, so it kind of sucked. <sighs> yeah, end of an era type yeah. thing. Yeah, so I saw that. Um, I almost saw a no-no, shilling against the A's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, oh, God. Should we get into that I'm one? Fucking broken down. Yeah. <laughs> should we get into that one? Oh, that, that was funny. That was funny. All right. <laughs> oh man. Can you pause or do you have to stop it? No, I can pause it. Okay. Yeah, you need to use it. Yeah. Bathroom break. <laughs> and we're back. We're back talking about memorable. Sporting moments live. So you're saying, uh, <laughs> almost saw no no. <laughs> I almost saw a Kurt Schilling no no when he was playing for the Red Sox. We each have a funny story in like that one. Like you obviously were there. I happened to be in Boston at the time, which is random because the Red Sox are playing in Oakland. But so you were an A's fan. In yes. Boston. Yes. And watch that game. And I was a Boston fan <laughs> in Oakland. In Oakland. Watching, <laughs> watching the game. But you were live, like in person. I was uh, I was actually at a restaurant bar. Look at that guy shimmy behind Curry. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Yo. That's going to be a meme. Oh, my God. If that isn't already, I haven't been on Twitter. Um. Anyway, so I'm in Boston because my aunt is graduated for Harvard Med School. So shout out to my Aunt Patty. Um. Anyway, so we're over there. My family, we flew out uh, for the graduation, a few of us. Um, so it's like my grandpa, my grandma, my uncle, my other uncle, his wife, and uh, I think that's it. My sister didn't come, my little brother didn't come, my little brother's still a little young. So we fly out there, and we ended up like... We had a good time. It was a very fun trip. But like on the last day, we're in like this restaurant, and it's like this like crazy cool view, of like Boston, and they have like a restaurant bar like up at the top. And I'm there, and I'm like really into the baseball game, just like watching the game because I'm just like an obsessive sports fan in high school and all that stuff. I'm like watching everything, and so like it was cool because I was like in Boston, but I got to see my home team still be playing on TV, even mm-hmm. though I was over there. Yep. But it sucked because I wanted to watch the Red Sox play in Fenway. Because yep. I wanted to see a game in Fenway. So I got to take a tour, which was amazing, but I'll be here for another show. Anyway, I'm in the I'm in the place, and Kurt Schilling's got a no-no going through like six, and I'm like, fuck, what's going on? And the game is still closed. It's only like a one or two-score yeah. game like the yeah. whole time, right? And so I'm like, all right, they just get one runner on, they can hit a homer, and they can tie it. You know, it's like it's you know still two at-bat game, I'm thinking, right? So... I'm like paying attention to the game, like nothing's happening for the for the so, A's offense. Side note, yeah, this is a lesson: get to the games early because we got on the bar late and we missed like the first two innings. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because 
You never know when a no-no is going to happen. The 80s go by that quick. <laughs> that, that is very true. That is very, very true. Especially because, like, the, whoever the ace pitcher that day was having a pretty good game as mm-hmm. well. It was going fast. Yeah, so it's one it of those. It was like a 12 noon or 11.45. Yeah. We got there, and we were, like, we were like 20 minutes late or 10 minutes late or something, but it was already bottom second when we showed Damn, up. Damn, it was, like, cop three up, down, like, three up, three down, and then, like, the mm-hmm. other team three up, three down, and then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, we're in the second? Like, yeah. <laughs> That happens from sometimes, from time to time. So uh, anyway, we're watching the game. Yeah, that's right, because it was the middle of the day in Boston. I remember uh, it was like a late lunch we were having, and so we're, I'm watching the game, and I'm in there, and I'm like trying to be incognito, like you know, A's fan in the bar, right? Like like watching up by the bar, and my uncle's there, they're drinking, whatever, having a good time. <laughs> Funny side note, my grandpa was this kind of—he was this heavy set, like Mexican man with like a big mustache. Somebody like mistake mis- thought he, he was there at the restaurant and thought he was the ex president of Mexico, Vicente Fox, at the time. Yeah. He's like, "Oh my God, are you President Fox?" <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just some random like you know, just Boston white dude, or whatever, just super random. <laughs> we were all laughing. We had a good time with that. She were like, "What?" <laughs> like, what? He does kind of look like him though, like but not a lot like him. You know? So anyway, so that happens. Have to get recognized. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. I don't think they recognize the public, especially in Boston. They don't yeah. see too many Mexican people in Boston. Why? <laughs> That's what I think we're seeing too. We're like, oh shit. That's so fu- it was hilarious at the time where it like caught us so off guard. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so like that happens. I'm watching back to watching the game, and like everybody in like the restaurant, and the bar is like like paying attention at this point. And nobody's saying a word either. Too, they're just like, you know, kind of just like, okay, all right, next yeah, inning, next inning. No, no. Exactly. So it comes up to the ninth inning. <laughs> Two outs. Shannon Stewart comes up to the bat. <laughs> I want to say Kurt threw him like a soft like like slider or something away and he really, slapped it. Yeah, it wasn't even like a real hit. Dude. He just slapsticked it right between it was like the second baseman and the shortstop. Yeah. <laughs> like right up so the middle. You know? It was like one of those he just got the end of the bat on yeah. type shit and it just like blooped right in between them. And as soon as that happened I'm like yes! Fucking <laughs> like bar. <laughs> like let out the biggest like fuck yeah or like whatever like it was like 17 or 16 at the time and immediately I remember the just like the the everyone was looking at me like in the place like yeah like fuck this kid <laughs> oh man like everyone was giving me their death stare and like I immediately I didn't realize what I had done and I was like oh snap and my family kind of like was all around me and stuff like that too and they kind of were just like what just happened? <laughs> like, oh man! Especially because a lot, a lot of my family's not like the biggest of like baseball fans and stuff like that too. As so. well. Oh man, that was uh, that was funny. That was funny on my end. I'm sure it was disappointing on yours. <laughs> so you got a lot of death stares. There was a lot of cheers in Oakland. <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck. For the people who were still there. Oh, it was yeah. still a close game. No, it was. Uh, it was really close. It was day game. It was everybody. Well, not everybody. It was a quick game too, I guess. Mm-hmm. Also, it was like a two and a half hour, two hour one. Something it was like, like an average crowd. You know, Oakland gets. 
Yeah, giving out tickets on discount and all that stuff. Yeah, I get you. That's that's why we went to a bunch of games when I was younger, man. Take the whole family. We'd take, like, me and a bunch of cousins. We'd all go. Ah, dude, I remember... It was fun. I remember my cousin, my uncle, took me to an A's game back in the day. I remember we were sitting in the nosebleeds when they had the triple deck. Yeah, I've sat up there. there. I've sat up there, They were playing the Mariners, and I got to see Ichiro when he was, like, young. Okay, okay. I remember that because um, a kid down the street, we used to live by, um, they would have, like, um, they would host, like, foreign exchange students all the time. Mm. I remember there was this kid from Japan, and Ichiro was his hero. And, like, I I, was, like, contemplating. I was like, man, there's got to be some way I can get him to this game. I was like, can I give him my ticket or something? I don't know. But I was like, man, it'll not happen. It it wasn't feasible because, like, me and my uncle's not going to take some random Japanese kid to a baseball game. So I just just felt like, man. Like, I wish he could have came with me or something. Yeah, that would be cool because I was, like, his hero. Yeah, man, that would have been amazing. Um, I'm trying to think who I've seen. Um, I got to see um, not Joe Maurer, but um, Justin Morneau launch a home run over my head huh. in right field um, uh, at an A's game one time. I've seen walk-off hits at AT&T Park before. I've seen 13-inning games at AT&T Park. Mm-hmm. One time it was crazy. We snuck in and got, like, field club-level access tickets because my dad found one. Some Somebody lost their ticket in the crowd. Yeah. And, like, and he found it, like, randomly lying around, and he grabbed it. And he, like, it was me, my sister, my dad, and my brother, the four of us. And because uh, we were sitting up, like, top, and we were just walking around, you know, as people do during the game. And so uh, we were, we went over to like the usher and like my dad showed the ticket and the usher was like, oh, where's the other, the other tickets? And my dad's like, oh, I left them there at the, at the, at the seat. Mm-hmm. And the usher looked at us and like looked at my dad and looked down at the ticket and was like, I shouldn't be doing this, but all right. <laughs> so he let oh. us all in and the Giants were losing at that point too. But bro, we ended up, we sat like on the side, right? And then the game kept going later and later. We kept moving a little bit closer to behind home plate, a little mm-hmm. bit closer behind home plate. The game went to like 13 innings, bro. By the time the game ended, we we're sitting under Krupp and Kipe, like right underneath, oh, nice. <laughs> like right behind home plate, like the per- great cool. seats. Granted, there were seagulls flying around us everywhere, yeah. kind of trying to get all the food we because, late, yeah, because yeah, it got late over there because the, the the animals know when the, when the games usually end. Um, and they can just go ham on like all the hot dogs and stuff that's on the floor, nachos. But, um, yeah, and they ended up having a walk-off, which was pretty cool. But in typical Giants fashion, they won, like, th- four to three in, like, 13 innings where it was, like, a dude had to get, like, a walk and then, like, sacrificed over to third. And yeah. then, and then or no, it was, like, struggling. Struggle. Struggle. It was, like, an out that, like, advanced him, and then they sacrificed. And then he was, like, on third, and the dude had, like, a running bunt or something like that. Yeah. And, like... It was a bang bang play at like first, and they called him safe, and they, they won the game because of that. It was yeah, like some stupid like that. Typical ways they get a manufacturer run. It's yeah. super difficult. I remember those years. Yeah, yeah, that's like the, the prototypical like Giants Giants baseball torture like yeah. shit. Like that was that was that era. And that was just like drive you insane. But they were so good and consistent every year because that pitching was so amazing. Yeah, I've seen some good 
some good pictures over there. Obviously, saw Schilling, almost fell no no. I've seen mm, yeah. Kershaw. I saw uh, big time Timmy Jim when he was dealing in his prime. Oh, like uh, Lincecum, yeah. yeah, Tiny Tim, whatever, yeah. Bro, I have, I probably can top your Lincecum like stories though. Oh yeah, he was. I I just we just showed up one day and he was just dealing, and it was just a great game. Bro, bro anytime I I miss that era, bro. That Lincecum era where he was amazing. When it was. Who were they playing? Or uh, uh, I want to say they were playing the Indians or like the Twins or something. It was an interleague game, just random. I'll tell you my story. The first time I saw him pitch was uh, when they were still trying to, you know, like on the come up, and they had um, the Phillies in town, and the Phillies had just won the World Series and were still like the dominant team. And uh, who was yeah, Astros? Two thousand ten. Oh, okay. Astros weren't too bad back then. It was. Uh, it was a good pitching matchup. Who did they have back then? I remember it was like a premier. It was one of their premier pitchers. Look, look at the roster. Look at the roster. Astros 2010 roster. Because they made the World Series in like 06 or something like that. Did they still have like Biggio? Oh, it was Roy Oswald. Oh, was. yeah. He was That's really good. Yeah, he was dealing. I remember that. Well, obviously, I don't remember that. I didn't have his name. <sighs> look, up, look up the 2009 Phillies roster. Was that when they had like Cole and Hammond? Yeah, they had they had um, Ryan Howard yeah. and they had Utley and they had Jimmy Rollins. Um, I think it was two thousand nine. It was like two thousand nine or two thousand eight. But they're pitchers. Yeah. Cole, Matt Stairs was his DH. <laughs> DH. They didn't have a DH. Yeah, bro. Oh, they had Pedro that season. They picked them up midway through the year. Ryan Madsen, Shane Victorino. Shane Victorino. One of the flying Hawaiians. Joe Blanton. Raul Banez was so good for them too, man. They had a squad. They were yeah. loaded. But I think I saw... Damn, they're not doing Utley any favors with his picture, though. <laughs> Utley, he's got a recent picture with him. Yeah. He went straight gray. Just didn't die at all. Tell me how this team did. Because if it was this team or maybe the year before. But there was a pitching matchup, though. 93 and 69, first in the AL, NL East. Did they win it all that year, or what, how'd they finish? Um, um, it'll say, like, at the bottom or something like that. Anyway, you go to Wiki. Um, regardless, it was Tim Lincecum, and I want to say either... No, they might have been... A, they, who, they picked up another pitcher, though, that was really good. That was one of those, like, dominant pitchers from was the Indians. the 2008 World Series that they won? Okay, so they won in 08, but they picked up another... I don't think... I know who you're, ta- I know who you're talking about. I don't I think remember. it was Cole that was pitching that day. Um, Roy Halladay? No, they had a... Maybe I'm confusing the years. Maybe it was Cole. But anyway, they... um, It was like Lincecum versus one of their aces. And... Um, freaking... Oh my goodness, it was... Uh, Oh, crazy, crazy uh, game. The Giants ended up winning 2-1, to one, but Lincecum had like 13 strikeouts that game or something like that. Crazy, like in seven innings. 13. Was that Halliday in 2010? Hamels was... No, nah, it was probably Hamels then because it was like a marquee matchup, I remember. Yeah, and that was a real fun game. They had Oswald in 2010. Hmm. 
And you saw all fall too. <laughs> I, I think it was 2009 because it was right after they won the World Series, and that that would sound about right. Anyway, so yeah, Lincecum had like his a tremendous game, and I think he also had like a hit, <laughs> and so he got on base and, um, yeah, like the way they scored the run to like win the game was like some of the craziest thing. It was like. They threw the ball to home and the the catcher dropped it and so like the guy scored like it was one of those type of plays where he should have been out by a mile, like. Kyle Kendrick, Pedro, Chanho Park. Chanho Park, shout out to Chanho. Cliff Lee, J A Hat. Cliff Lee. Jamie Moore. Cliff Lee, that's who, that's yeah, who they got. Is it 2010? Yeah, no nine. Oh nine? Yeah, it was Cliff Lee. That's who it was. He wasn't yet. He didn't win Cy Young yet, and he hadn't like stepped up. Cause he had gotten traded from like the Indians or something. When was the last time he pitched? Oh, four, 14? 14 Phillies. 11 to 14 were his Philly years. Mm. Texas, Seattle, Toronto, Philly. Oh, so he made a second stint with Philly. That's right. And then, uh, yeah, oof. he was dealing in Cleveland. He was dealing in Cleveland. 22 wins and three losses. Yeah, that makes sense then. Yeah. Pick him up after that. That's right. That that's what happened. So like he was uh, Cy Young. So he won the Cy Young in '08. Then and then came to the team. Yep. And then they still made the playoffs and uh, they didn't win that year. But Jamie fell off then. <laughs> yeah, his numbers didn't look so hot afterwards. That's how pitching is though. In MLB, it's weird. Pitching is like the like the. I feel like one of the more inconsistent things that happens in sports, oh, like year to season, season to season. You know. But, um, yeah, so Linscombe had, like, a game, like, 13 to 15 strikeouts. It was, he was, nobody could touch him. It was insane. And then I had, like, the best game I ever saw was when Timmy threw a no-no on the road in San Diego. I was in the ballpark when that happened, bro. Like, your friend was. <laughs> my friend was not having it, having it, because he was a, a Padres fan. But he was like trying to, he was trying desperately to look at the bright side. It was like, well, at least I saw no hitter. At least I yeah. saw no hitter. <laughs> but I was like on top of the world, and I kind of felt bad for him. But I, I kind of did it. <laughs> not really, man. You guys kind of suck. You're the Padres. You're supposed to suck. <laughs> that was kind of mean, but kind of how we look at it um yeah that was crazy too it was also crazy because i got pulled over by a cop driving from la to san diego just to make the game on time and i'm all decked out with my like jersey on i had like a bumgarner jersey or something no i don't think i had that one yet but i had like a jacket and like a you know shirt or whatever with a baseball hat all decked out and this officer pulls me over is like uh sir is the reason you're speeding over here like you know the reason you're going so fast and I was like well I'm just headed to the baseball game trying to make it for four first pitch <laughs> and I probably shouldn't have told him that shit because it was a San Diego cop <laughs> and so he took his sweet ass time writing me that fucking ticket bro and like by the time I got there the first pitch had already started but um Bartolo Colon 45 years old Jesus still doing it that's insane um whatchamacallit uh yeah, so show up to the game. So there you go, Roy Oswald. There it is, Roy Oswald on the mound on the bump. Um, so what's his name? Linscombe hadn't even pitched yet because the the home team hadn't hit yet in the bat bottom half of the inning. So I got in and I saw like the majority of the game, and that was incredible because the Giants were jumped up to like a 
a lead. They're up like four nothing, and then they made it seven nothing by like the seventh inning. So all the Padres fans pretty much left, and so it was all Giants fans at the end of the game, and it was like crazy. They let him go to like a hundred and like thirty six pitches or something insane, <laughs> and because uh, it was crazy, like he did it, and then um, freaking. Uh, he threw a no-hitter the next season, too, which was, like, out of nowhere also. And that's kind of put the icing on the cake for his, like, career. Because that was pretty pretty memorable. Because he had, had, like, he had the individual success because he had won Cy Youngs. And he was a dynamite when he first came on, like, throwing high 90s. Yeah. Um, and then he helped with the team success because they won championships with him. But then he also had like the memorable moment, like of just throwing a no, throwing two no hitters. So, yeah, you find the box score for the game yeah. he went to. Chance he had <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That's so crazy. We could do that now. You just look that shit up. Before you would just be like, I think it was here, and like then you'd have to buy a book. You'd have to buy an almanac or something. Let's yeah, see, eight innings, four hits, one run. One earned run, five walks, five strikes. I wasn't feeling that hard. Who was this, Timmy? Yeah. Sometimes the numbers are deceiving. I guess I was just more excited just to see him. Yeah, for real. He was <coughs> he was so electric, man. That wind-up was like nothing else. So David Ortiz, knock a homer. Ooh, that'd be dope. Hopefully he gives a vaccine on play. Oh, I watched Barry Bonds play, but like the like he was like second to last season. Yeah. He was still getting walked like crazy. <laughs> like he, Bonds is gonna be like the craziest dude, like in my lifetime <laughs> watching as a fan. He was such a like shithole villain, but like you're like fuck yeah, this dude's hitting water, but bombs into the bay. Like oh. <laughs> nobody does it. No, literally no one has ever done it like him. The way he did it in San Francisco. Like, I don't think people realize how insane it was that he was hitting sh- these shots in, like, the toughest ballpark to do it. Mm-hmm. Let's see, football. <clears throat> I see an AP. See the Raiders. They played the Niners. Played the Packers. Probably the most memorable game. Mm-hmm. Uh, soccer. I saw Liverpool preseason. I've only been to, like, MLS Galaxy. Oh, speaking of Liverpool, I'm gonna be over there in August. Oh, oh you, you are gonna do it? Yeah. You gonna? <coughs> I got tickets to Creamfields. Ooh. And then after that, I'm gonna be there two weekends after, and that's right when the prem starts. So. Oh I shit. I gave myself two chances to see a game at Anfield. So. Ah. Are you like you don't have the tickets for the the, the prem season? The huh? schedule they hasn't been released yet. They release it in June. Mm. So as soon as they release it, you're gonna be on the tickets. On the tickets. Damn, that sounds legit, dude. In August, you said. Yeah. Two weeks, you're gonna be out there. Yeah. We'll be out there for 17 days. Mm. So I'll try to nab, nab you a scarf or something. But for real though, I'll I'll uh, throw you some bones for that for sure. Give me some. Uh, I'll throw you some bones so you can go put some money on the game too, because you can't <laughs> gamble. Which is another crazy thing that we can maybe do now in the future here in in uh, California. Right. I think California is one of those those states that kind of has like a fast track to like getting it done. Because New Jersey was number one, they had legislation in place dependent on the ruling, and now how the ruling went, now they're they're literally able to like just fast track it now. 
So New Jersey and Atlantic City are going to get yeah. gambling like really quick, sports gambling. But LA might get it like within the next couple years, year year or two. Think about that, bro. How how crazy is that? We're going to be like legal sports gambling in other states now besides Nevada. I mean, I'm not really too much into sports betting, but if it becomes legal, I'll probably look into it a little more. Right, right. Like, just for shits and giggles, let me put 50 cents on, like, the Rockets making a comeback in the fourth. Like, you could... That's how they do it on, like, the apps on their phones in the UK, right? Like... They'll do situational. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. They just do situational prop bets and stuff like that. Like, will Chris Paul get another point in this this quarter or something? You know, like stupid shit yeah, like yeah. that. You know, just like for shits and giggles. It's like, hey man, I bet you they won't get a hundred points tonight. All right, bet. And then like you're up at the end, at the end of the game, like most of, even if it's a blowout, you're like, fuck, are they gonna get it? Are they gonna get it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, got to cover. Exactly, kind of like the spreads and shit. Spreads are too crazy for me. I would bet certain situations like over and unders for like combined scores and shit, just because you know sometimes this game's gonna be more bogged down, yeah. or this game's gonna be more up loose and good. Yeah. Like I don't know who's gonna win necessarily, but I know it's gonna be a lot of points. You know. I think if I did betting, it'd have to be like a certain style. Mm, that's I'd, what I'm I'd saying. Have to do my research. There's a million different type of ways that you can bet like games now. Don't bet it the way that David bets it though. Cause he's afraid, like, uh, he doesn't motherfucking parlays. Cause he goes for broke, so he'll he put like four or five team parlays where you have to hit all five of them or all four of them. And there's always somebody that fucks up somewhere that doesn't cover. And like, I've seen him on these weekends where he, like he doesn't cover and he's putting like a couple hundred bucks on these parlays and it's just like he's so devastated <laughs> all the time. Oh man! And then there's also the thing about Asians having gambling problems, but like he's like kind of fitting in that stereotype right now. Oh man! Oh, look at that, man. Fifteen and nine. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's gonna be tough, man. It's a that's a what eight seed record if you extrapolate it or something. Well. Like bought at the top of the lottery. Hey, you only need one. Nice shirt though, James. Look at that galaxies and stars. Look at Harden. Missed last twenty three pointer. What? Wow. He is cold right now. He's he's not not doing it. He needs to step it up a bit. It's so funny. My my coworker, my manager, he's only like a couple years older than me. And he's also like super into the NBA and stuff. And I was talking to him about like the, the games today and all that. And he was. <laughs> We're talking about like James Harden and like how crazy he was. And he was telling me he used to play with against them back in the day, like AAU circuit and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Because um, uh, my manager's from like Long Beach area, and Harden's from like uh, where he went to like Artesia High School. Did they come around here? Or is that somebody else? I want to say it's from like Inglewood, like right here, like San Pedro. No, Mike's hometown. Oh yeah, yeah, he's from LA for sure. I think like Inglewood or, no, or Compton somewhere. I can't remember. I want to say it was Compton. I thought that it might have been to a special one. Here, You're probably right, cause the Rosen's from Compton also. So, um, anyway, he was he was like telling me that I was like, yeah, man, hardest. You know, Inglewood or TJ, you were right. Okay, yeah, TJ right. was in Inglewood. Okay. I forget where all the high schools are at sometimes. I know, like, the names, but sometimes I really can't place them, like, on a map. Hey, man, better you than me. I don't yeah. know anything about down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I used to, like, 
pay attention to all those like CIF and like all that shit. Like, oh, what's the su- what's the southern? What are they doing oh, down yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Like, heavily involved yeah. into like high school sports. That's why. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly, and then you, you look at the rankings like. They ain't that good down there, or yeah. like, or like, oh shit, they're pretty fucking tough. It's all these teams from down in yeah, LA, like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like for football rankings or for basketball too. Sometimes I got a hard story after yours. Yeah, well, uh, what's funny is like just I guess just talking about like uh, like the games and stuff, like looking at SoCal. My little brother's basketball team, the St. Mary's, this year they won their sections and they went to the. They were gonna go to state. They were one game away from going to state and playing Crossroads High School. And Crossroads High School has Sharif O'Neal, which is Shaq's sons on the team. Oh. So my little brother was Almost like one game away from playing against the, their team. And Crossroads is like this crazy like private high school. Like I think it's a charter school or something that one of my friends went to. And that's like now like one of those feeding grounds where there's a lot of people who like are well off and have kids that like yeah. want to like go to like play. And there's like a lot of like there's been a lot more like ex NBA players who have put their kids and, and played mm-hmm. in there. Um, but he was like right at the beginning of when the school like started and stuff like that but now they're like a powerhouse which is mm-hmm. kind of crazy they've really built it up in, like the last 10 years or so but he's like he was like telling me about it and how he's telling me about how like how he grew up and stuff like that and just like he said Shaq showed up to like one of his like m- not even like elementary school basketball games and stuff like that just because it was like hyped and stuff out mm-hmm. here in LA it was, it was like it was crazy I need to get Isaiah bro get your ass on this fucking podcast bro I'm like texting you like 10 times on this shit and like this dude is like the, the the hardest dude to get like uh fucking make plans and like and all that shit. But uh yeah, bro, get on the fucking show so you can tell your stories. Um yeah, anyway, James Harden, he was telling me, my 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 manager was like, "Man, James Harden, you know the reason why he's got that big old beard? That dude is ugly as shit." <laughs> I was like, dude, dude, that dude had a horrible looking mug. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I remember. Like his teeth were so nasty looking before he got them fixed in the NBA money. <laughs> like it were nasty. Like at Arizona State back then, because I remember seeing him in college at least a little bit. But yeah, your story. I'm sorry. <laughs> Onward. It was uh, one of the guys that I went to high school with. Oh yeah, you know, hold on. Let me get this latte top here on my mouth. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good, man. Yeah. So when I was at Tokyo from '04 to '08, people were my age. <laughs> uh, we had our basketball program was actually pretty good from I want to say '02, '03 to '07. Okay. So when I was a sophomore, I would yeah. When I was a sophomore, I think was when we were at the height. And then when I was a junior, I was. You had Nunnally too, right? What's up? Who'd you have? Like their num- number one guy? Uh, we had Julius Thomas, DJ Seeley, uh, Se- Jordan Lawley, Seeley. Mike Cafessi. We had like. Seeley was the guy that killed us. Yeah. my We had Mike Sis- uh, I think I think his name was Mike Sasaki. Uh, I know, I know his, his uh, mm-hmm. sister. But, okay. But we had. Um, I think William Miles was JV. I think he got set up for like um, sections and stuff. Or no, he might have been on the bench actually the whole time. I think the. Um, anyways, there's just like, yeah. like uh, all the second stringers. Like you all, you guys were like, mm-hmm. you remember who we, who they, who's on the team and stuff like that. Right, they right. The stars, but um, I remember junior year was like. 
I think we lost DJ Seeley because our head coach quit. He either quit or he like resigned. Put it nicely, he resigned. <laughs> and yeah. uh, he was, uh, he was, you know, it was his program. You know, without him, like, we kind of were nothing. And so, um, so DJ, I mean, DJ Seeley, he transferred to, um, he transferred to some some Catholic school, some private school. Uh, I forgot who it was. Then they had Ripping the, Christian or something. No. Uh, it wasn't Modesto Christian. Modesto Christian. Modesto Christian. Yeah, and, they, and, right. and he played with another. Um, he got he uh, the other guy he played with that was heavily recruited. He get, went up and uh, played for U uh, UCLA. I forgot who it mm. was though. It was some like tall, athletic white guy, and they um, they eventually played. They played a playoff game at Tokay. I remember oh. when, when it was Modesto Christian. They played somebody. They played somebody in the playoffs. Ah, night. and like the the came and heckled he, him. He came back. Well, I came back. We came back just to watch him. Right. And I forgot who the other guy was, but he played like no defense at all. It was like five on four the whole time. They would just outlet to him, and he would just run down. He would just like wing the dunk it and stuff. Damn. And it was just like <laughs> this guy was like all offense. You know, it was yeah. like high school. You yeah. Know? You don't have to get away with yeah, that. Yeah. Exactly. And so I was like, man, who's this guy, bro? He played no fucking defense. <laughs> But that's the thing about DJ is like he was uh, like premier offensive score, like superior. So like, good, he man. Was, he was killing Pulling everybody. Up from, th- from three, from like mid range. He, he like, made it look so effortless. Like he looked, he didn't. He looked like he didn't even try. Like he didn't even care. But he was just, he was, yeah. he could ball out. Oh my god, he was but, so good. But he went to Cal, and he got recruited out by Cal. And I remember we were playing a tournament. UP was trying to get him. They were hitting him cards and stuff. Like it was. <laughs> but he went to Cal, and then. It kind of sucks for him because when once he got recruited, that the year he got recruited, the coach left and went somewhere else, and so the the coach that recruited mm, him dipped. That sucks. And so that kind of sucks. So then the other guy, the other guy came in, and DJ didn't fit his style, and he didn't like really get that much playing time. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were in the Pac-10 tourney, and he like it was Cal versus Arizona State. And I was watching it, and he got checked into the game, and he had to guard James Harden. Oh, no. <laughs> DJ is not known for his defense. No, he wasn't. And, Arrow, and fucking James Harden cooked him on, like, two straight possessions. <laughs> it came down, ISO cooked him. Damn. Came back down, ISO cooked him, and then they subbed DJ out. And I was just like, damn. You check <sighs> in, you get cooked for two possessions, and you get checked out. I was like, my bad DJ yeah man I, I vividly remember watching him play uh, oh he played at Fullerton mm-hmm. yeah, he transferred he transferred that's right I remember seeing him at Fullerton they played LMU I was like oh I remember this guy this guy was really good and like he had he had a pretty he had a decent game uh, against us but that was probably the level that he should have been playing at though huh cause um, I guess he, he's playing overseas now yeah um, I saw I remember he got put on the um well, like your summer team mm-hmm. played in Vegas for that summer. So he was on the D League too. And then yeah, I think he's been in Europe since. Was it Germany or was it somewhere else? Uh, I think so. Um, that's right. Cal had Jorge Gutierrez on the team. He was dope. He was mm-hmm. this Mexican basketball player, mm-hmm. dude. I remember he was had the ponytail. Man, I used to watch all those like college basketball just to find all the Latino basketball yeah. players and go root for those teams Kansas State had a bunch of them I remember um, who else had some um, oh what's his name there's the 
the light-skinned dude who played at Stanford, who was the point guard, who played with, like, Josh Childress when they had that one season where they almost went undefeated, like, way back in the day, like, oh, oh, two or oh, one or something like that. They had one of those. Yeah, Hernandez, I can't remember his name. He was kind of nice, too. There's... Dude, who's, I don't, I'm thinking of somebody else. I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember that guy. Who's the guy that played at Maryland and then he played in the NBA? He played for um, Jawan White, not Jawan White, no, Jawan, not Howard. Um, he played for. I know he played for the Pelicans. Hmm. Um. Damn. Oh, oh Jesus. No, that's not. That's not. That's not the right way to go about it. Um. <laughs> I love just the Google searches and stuff like that. Maryland. He played it. Damn, it's gonna bug me. I gotta find out. Alright, go for it, man. Go for it. Handle business. Basketball rosters. Oh, here's another dude that I remember in high school. James Nunnally. He played at Western Ranch. That dude was really good, too. And we played against him. We played against them, LMU. Because he, he played at a, um, a UC, UCSB, Santa Barbara. Um, no fucking way! Check it out. So he plays for Fenerbahce now. This dude, James Nunnally, who's from Stockton, from Western Ranch. It's a fucking Salt Bay guy. <laughs> hey. He won the league. <laughs> he oh, got shit. to celebrate with Salt Bay, dude. Oh, dude. Salt Bay's wife has Nunnally's face on her shirt. This dude must be a fucking man in this right. team right back there. Where's he playing at? Dude, the Euro League is crazy, bro. You forget about where these American dudes end up and, like, who ends up, who gets better and shit, you know? <laughs> um... Marbury, like a cult hero out there. Oh, in like China, in China, they have statues built of him. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, James Nunnally, man. Yo, shout out to the. Oh, we gotta talk about Euroleague basketball because we gotta talk about the Sacramento Kings with the number two pick. Bro, my Kings have a chance to change the franchise coming up in a couple weeks, are they bro. Botch it, or are they gonna? No, I'm gonna expect them to botch it, but I'm gonna be like optimistic. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Side note: Going back to the guy, yeah, Grievous, Grievous Vasquez. Grievous, Grievous. <laughs> he was on Sacramento. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did play in Memphis, bro. I used to, I used to tear people up with him in in 2K. Just out of nowhere, I would play with Memphis all the time because I loved playing with Zebo and I loved playing with Pau Gasol. Oh, not Pau, Marc Gasol. Um, and they had Rudy Gay on the team too, and so that was a pretty nice squad. Um, I think Gary won the last two games, huh? Yeah, I think so. No, he played one more. Anyways, yes. just wanted to shout out to Grievous Vasquez. Shout out to Grievous Vasquez. Talking about Latino basketball players. Yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to Eddie Nahra. Uh, Dude, who's the guy that played for in Sacramento? He went to Louisville. His light, light skin. Mexican Francisco guy. Garcia, yeah. bro. <laughs> He was Dominican, but yeah, I got oh, you yeah, though, because he's from he's from the he's from oh, New York man. City though. But you know, it's all good in California, it's man. In the <laughs> yeah. Yo, man, I know we were like uh, thinking of getting Garcia jersey, like just for him, just because like my mom's last name is Garcia. <laughs> like we never got those, so <laughs> like common uh, common mistake. Yeah, that's that's funny though. He was really good, six seven, real long. He was kind of played point I think guard. He lasted a lot longer than people thought he was gonna last. <laughs> For real though, because he was like a kind of mid level pick. Like they didn't expect too too much of him. He was a solid player. He played a Dominican team. You know who else is Dominican? Is Al Horford. Did not know that. Yeah, his dad T 
Tito Horford is like from the Dominican. Um, JJ Barea, I got him. Bro, he's Puerto Rican. Yeah. Um, let's see, we got Manu Ginobili, who's, who's Argentinian. Argentinian. You've got Luis Scola, who's Argentinian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're getting a little out there. We got like, um, who else? Um, I said Eddie Nahara. Um, the Gasols are from Spain, mm-hmm. uh, so technically European. Um, what's it? Samuel Dallenberg is from Haiti. Who's the? Um, a couple of Brazilians. Yeah, we got some Brazilians: Leandro Barbosa, Nene, Nene Tiago Splitter, um, Raul Neto. Yeah, Tiago Splitter is like a fucking badass name. He didn't even need to get a nickname, bro. <laughs> like, um, who else? I like Bar- Barbosa's nickname, the Brazilian Blur. That was always a good one. Um, uh, what's his Walter Herman was also uh, for hours <laughs> for like Argentinian, Argentinian. Yeah, we could keep going. Uh, yeah, the rest are like fringe, fringe type guys. Um, I think anybody else was like real impact type players. I'm trying to think. Cedric Sabalos, I think, was like half Mexican. Um. That's what my dad used to tell me. <laughs> uh, let's see. You know who's Mexican and people don't even know? Ted Williams. The, the baseball player? The baseball player. Michael? Not He was a badass, bro. Like, I read his, doc, his uh, biography when I was in high school. Uh, Thick-ass one. It was like a 600-page, 700-page, or like a thick one. And it was rich with details, but it was amazing reading his life. But yeah, like his mom, he was born in San Diego and his mom was Mexican. And he was like half Mexican and people yeah. just really didn't know or take him. He shipped up to Boston. Shipped up to Boston. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're going to they're gonna, yeah, yeah. They're gonna make that quiet over yeah. there. <laughs> like, it was a teddy fucking ball game. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. Especially back then. For real, for real. Yeah, in like the 40s and stuff. Yeah. They said that he probably would have broke the record. He wouldn't have went on. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, man. He's one of those guys. I mean, Willie didn't Willie Mays go out there too? Mm-hmm. There was a couple too who lost a few seasons. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he missed his prime, a little bit of his prime because of that. Sucks, but he was still such a good player, man. He came back was almost like better, better statistics, like and stuff. Like after, didn't miss a beat. I didn't miss a beat, man. He, they always to say he like used to like practice his swing nonstop. He'd be in the hotel and he'd be practicing a swing like on the pillows and like everything, just always constantly just swing all the time, all the day. And it's like, oh, of course you're gonna be that good if you're just gonna be doing it. It's just like it's in your head to like always be, you know, thinking about it and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and applying yourself. But that dude, that dude could rake like almost none other. It's crazy that Mookie Betts is meeting a lot of his records and stuff like that, bro. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. I was, like, seeing on SportsCenter, like, the first, like, month of the season. I was like, what? Like, was, like my guy, bro. Fastest to this, fastest to that. I'm like, oh, my God. I said it earlier. I'm going to stand by it. Mookie Betts is the best player <clears throat> in baseball right now. It's close, man. Trout and him are, like, neck and neck right now, bro. Nothing against Trout. Mm-mm. Trout is a baller. Trout rightfully... Has that crown, 
But if you look back at the last couple years, full player Ooh. profile, not just at the plate. Okay. Mookie Betts has got back-to-back gold gloves. Okay. He, you can tell he's he's really aggressive on the base pass. This so is true. You can make, you can Trout make is no slouch yeah, either. Yeah, no, no. Trout is... On both of those, yes. but yes, you're right, you're right. But I'm just saying, if Mookie can put up the numbers at the plate, you have to at least have him in the discussion. For sure. Because he was second in AL voting in 2016. Oh my God, I Albert. Think he got, I think he got robbed, but I'm a little biased. <laughs> Like two years ago? Yeah, 16, he was second. Trout got the MVP. Mookie was second. But Mookie got the gold glove. Mookie got the gold glove last year. His numbers fell off at the plate. Uh But if he puts up numbers like he did in 2016, and he's already off to a hot start. Right. It's just like, you at least got to recognize him that he's in the combo. Oh, for sure. For sure. This year especially, man, he's been like raking like crazy. Um, The Red Sox have like a very, very talent rich team man they got gd martinez bro oh, like dude. bro that like that's just like cherry on top for you guys' offense man like it's just like oh yeah that's right like yeah. <laughs> i forgot about yeah. it i forgot, forgot that, that hanley's still be. raking too yeah. like they revived his career and like <laughs> it, like that, that's a surprising thing that they took they took him and like he was kind of left for dead for a little bit and then yeah. and they made a gamble on him and it's worked out mm-hmm. a lot changed positions and everything it's like, nah, you ain't gonna play shortstop forever. First in yeah. DH, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, the big move was John uh, Carlos Stanton, but yeah, he's been raking a little. Yeah, man, I think JD might be the more consistent hitter for sure. Yeah, definitely, dude. Well, it's not Boston ballpark, bro. He's loving it. That's the thing. Like the Boston ballpark is such like a weird, funky thing, but like for certain players. It just works like magic. Mm-hmm. Like all their statistics just jump up when they play there. And for other guys, it's like for whatever reason they can't figure it out. Some guys can't figure out how to hit the, hit the monster, mm-hmm. um, or they'll pop up instead of like they'll get under the pitches or instead of getting over pitches more and hitting line drives. You just hit this hit off that fucking sucker. You get mm-hmm. a single every time yep. or a double depending on where it bounces. Um, yeah, dude, I'm really stoked about our team. I did not expect us to come out this hot. I expected us to be in the playoffs. But I did not expect us to be like... Obviously, I hope we lead from mm-hmm. the beginning to end because, you know, you don't want to drop off. Especially against the Yanks. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you guys that you have right now. But it's like, Mookie's tearing it up. JD's doing exactly what we paid him for. Um, Xander Bogarts has really found his swing. Xander? He's popped off. What a name. Rafael Rafael Devers has been a, a revelation. We kind of had a you know, revolving door at third base for mm-hmm. a couple of years. Uh, thanks to shout out to San Francisco for giving us uh, Nunez. Yeah, dude, as soon as hooked you guys up, bro. Hey, <laughs> nobody really expected that. He just came out swinging right when he got bro, to Boston. Hooked you guys up, man. <laughs> well, he was swinging before the Giants got him, and then he his numbers weren't quite as good because they were making a playoff push because he was hitting like three. 15 320 mm-hmm. at Cleveland they picked him up and he was hitting maybe like 290 and so he was a good solid player but it's like it's what I think it was just a result of the ballpark that he was playing into mm-hmm. and getting used to like the different league and all that stuff but 290 is no slouch though or 280 whatever he, he, was, he was hitting a little bit below what he normally did but yeah then we traded him <laughs> and like boom another guy it worked out yeah who did we give up for him was it Tampa? 
No, his panda son was a free agent. They cut him, yeah, because yeah, they cut him, and then we're like, yeah, we'll we'll take him. Yeah. Did you see the Let Panda Pitch shirt or whatever that like? I love him. I love that man. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I'm like disappointed in his why? personal career choices as like just just as like a fan of him as a human being, but you know like his, screwed like, himself in Boston, you know what bro. His biggest Boston moment was was when he swung and missed and his bell broke. Yes. Like, that, yeah. like if that's your most famous moment. <laughs> Yeah, this, like, on a certain team. Oh, it was bad. Oh, it was so bad. bad. It was like the worst combination of things because it's like, it's so fucked up. But like that type of player, like you, it's, it's, if you reward him with what he wants, he's not going to work as hard as like mm-hmm. when, when he was getting to it. So it's like, it's a weird paradox, especially because he had like a weight problem in yeah. San Francisco. So like he would have his like great moments and then he would like slouch off. But then like it wasn't in a contract year. So they would keep him for a little longer, extend him, or like through the length of his like rookie deal. And so, like by the time the rookie deal ended, then it was like Red Sox just took that gamble because he had like come off a World Series championship in 20, 2014, mm-hmm. made the final out and everything. That iconic moment of him holding the holding the ball in foul territory with the World Series logo underneath him, like with his just two hands up in the air, yeah. and then Bumgarner is just getting bum rushed by Posey and they're hugging it out. And Bumgarner completed like one of the most epic pitching like performances in a postseason like I'd that ever seen. He put, he won the championship like for the team pretty much. I had never seen one pitcher put the team on his back that much as he did that season or like that playoffs. The team should not have made the playoffs. They were like the least talented team out of like almost everyone who had made the playoffs. I don't know either, and I watch the games, bro. I don't even know, bro. I watch it and it's like magic, just like it happens. Like I was like, what did you guys do to deserve three championships? Hey man, it was like fifty years before, like with no no rings at all. Since nobody expected that, dude. It's like nobody had you pegged for anything. They were never the favorites, bro. Oh, the Giants in the playoffs in 2010. That's cool. Yeah. Oh shit, they're gonna win this thing. I was I shed tears of joy when they won in 2010 because that was the first time any one of my favorite teams had won a championship and like I literally thought I was gonna go my whole lifetime without seeing any of them win because like 2002 was the pinnacle of like where my fandom was. Yeah. The Kings lose the freaking Western Conference Finals because the Tim Donahue screw job and the yeah. Lakers like Ori and all that shit. We have the Bonds Giants losing Game Six. When they were what seven outs away, or was it nine out? Seven outs away from winning the World Series, the Angels make a comeback. Fuck Scott Spezio, and then they fucking won it seven or seven. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, respect on the legend. No, fuck that no, guy. I don't respect them fucking bitch ass rally monkeys. Uh, that that era, fuck yeah. I would respect Vlad Guerrero, and I would respect Trout. There's like select dudes, and Sosha. Sosha is like fucking whatever but um anyway so that happened let's see uh the raiders lose the fucking super bowl in the most devastating fashion or maybe not depending on your perspective but one of the most devastating fashions they could where like chucky gruden fucking the one coach they gave up the year before who basically got the team there it was basically his team Mm -hmm. and he was basically coaching tony dungeons he's team too because he had just got canned too it was a weird scenario mm-hmm. but the one team he did not want to face faced them in the Super Bowl and like destroyed them 
And then every single team immediately afterwards had like the worst luck. Raiders immediately went down the drain. Chris Webber tears his ACL the next year. Mm-hmm. Like um, the next season, the Giants get out at home plate by Pudge Rodriguez when he holds onto the ball because uh, freaking uh, JT Snow couldn't run fast enough. That's slow, his slow ass. But he was a great, great first baseman. Um, yeah, and then just like shit started hitting the fan. And I was like, man, this might not ever happen for us, bro. But 2010, I was down here in L.A. going to school. And, like, I was like, oh, my God, just yelling so loud during those games. And then, god damn, what an idiot. This fucking pitcher. Woo, airmailed it. Um, yeah, I ended up running through the halls and found, like, the couple of Giants fans that were, like, there at my school. And we were, like, hugging. Like, yeah, we're fucking Yeah, and 2012... 2010 was so improbable. 2012 was, I think, even more improbable because they were down two games to nothing in the first first round to the Reds, who, like, my ex-roommate was a Reds fan and was, like, giving me shit about it. And then they immediately won three in a row and, like, advanced to the second round. That round, they're playing the Cardinals, and I had another one of my good friends who was, like, from St. Louis, and we watched, like, every single game mm-hmm. together, like, on the couch. And after every game, I'll give him one of these, like, good game. And we're down 3-1. And then they made that comeback one, the last three. And every single time, just the look on his face was just like, oh, man, we're going to make another World Series. Like, we're going to yeah. do this. We're going to do this. And every single game, just like, all right, maybe next time. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And the last handshake I gave him, he was just the most of the sour face that I've ever seen. It's like, <laughs> it like a fan, man. It was hilarious. But uh, I obviously feel for him, man. That was a rough one to go. And then, what'd they do? They just, like, wrecked the Rangers, or I think, or the... Or was it the second? Did they beat it was the, the Rangers. The Rangers yeah. the second time. Was this, um, I remember my friend. My friend was a Rangers fan, and we were kind of not... Well, he was, he was more like an acquaintance. Okay. But we were, like, in group chats and stuff, and, like, the <laughs> Rangers were kind of hot right there. And then, I guess... Yeah, they throw your jabs at him. Like, well, yeah, they want shit yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, and then and then the 2014 season with Bumgarner put the team on his back, mm-hmm. man. Insane. The only game he lost was because in the first round, and I want to say that's because there was an error in the ninth inning or something like that. It was like fucking disgusting. He he would be pitched like eight game eight innings every game, and in the World Series he pitched. Like three times as a starter? No. Started what? Game one, game three, game five or six, and then he came in relief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah he gave, I think he started game, game six and then came in relief and pitched like seven innings of relief in game seven. <laughs> yo, like, yo, like two days rest, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, who does that? Who <laughs> does that and what kind of balls for a manager to just say all right fucking huddy you ain't got it tonight we're shutting you down we're bringing in the big gun like oh man like like we're not using our bullpen at all either we're gonna ride this horse until this motherfucker breaks man oh man a couple things before we wrap up though this has been a long one it's been a fun one though i'm not gonna lie Let's just like break down some matchups though for this Champions League final because I want to get into like the the dirt of it. Like, how do you how do you think 
what do you think the path for success is going to have to be for Liverpool? Like, what? who's going to have to step up? Who's going to have to have, like, a subpar game for Real? Or, like, what What do you think is the, the scenario there? Um, obviously, we're going to have to attack, attack, attack. we we got to go our style. We can't deviate from what got us here. True. And I think... I think we're going to be able to do that. I... I mean... I don't fear. Let's see. I respect Real, mm-hmm. but in my like opinion, they've looked leaky at times. They don't Definitely. look as. Definitely. I mean, if you just look at the round by round matchups, they had to come back against Bayern. They had mm-hmm. to come back. Well, I guess they didn't come back against PSG, but they had to come back against Juve, and so like they've been known to give up goals. And mm-hmm. I don't think. I mean, Liverpool has. They've been confident this entire time, all right? Well, they're real, but they haven't played a team like Liverpool. They they had it. Yeah. So I'm not afraid of Real, but I do think Ronaldo is going to get on the score sheet because it's Ronaldo and he's just a beast. And think he's going to do it through, like a, through the air or something? Because that dude just fucking... Um, that guy is, like, the most accurate, like, with redirecting headers on, like, crosses. They're, like... And, like, getting up above... Like just just the hops on that dude for a soccer player is like some of the most incredible things I've ever seen. Like see him get up like looking like he's freaking like eight nine feet up in the air. Like when by the time he's like above the freaking crossbar sometimes or level with it when he's like heading the ball downwards. It's like god damn what an athlete. He's crazy man sometimes. See if yeah I mean since we got <sighs> since we got Van Dyke like our defense is not as leaky mm. as anymore. Like okay. as much as. People want to go off the narrative and say that our defense is, is shit, and it's not anymore. I mean, if you look at the stats, we have we're third in the prem, and uh, look, we're third in the prem in clean sheets. We got seventeen, and like I think, like twelve of those or thirteen of those have been mm. since January. So, okay, okay. So it's like once he once we got Van Dyke, he like he settled our back line because now Loren, even though Loren still makes. Right, boneheaded mistakes here and there. Yeah, he doesn't have to be like the leader. You know, he can just play his game. And Van uh-huh. Dyke is just the quarterback back there. He just, you, just, I just watch him back there, and he's just barking at people, directing, pointing, and running, and like, so it's it's actually really cool to see someone just mm-hmm. like commanding the defense like that. And he's obviously settled, carious. So our defense mm-hmm. isn't elite. It's not top notch, but it's not leaky anymore. I think it's good enough to make do with the good offense. I mean, they've gotten us there that far, so... Right. So Great it's, offense. It's been worth the investment so far. Um, so, I think I think if Ronaldo gets the better of somebody, I don't think he gets the better of Van Dyke. I think he mm. would get the better of Loren. Because mm-hmm. Andy Robertson's been... Un- was it eight million pounds euros or something? What's the what's the <laughs> currency? You paid eight million for them. Yeah, they use pounds, but they also use euros in the other places. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what which UK is all weird. Was. I think it was the British pounds. I think they paid eight million for them. And what's funny is about that is they got them from Hull City and they sold them. I think it was Jordan Sinclair. I think yeah. is the guy, and they sold him for like four. So they made yeah, a profit, so like almost profit. Much, yeah, so we pretty much got our left back for like four hundred million. Jeez. And he's been some pundits have him as the left back of the year for the Prem. Okay. And so I mean, I'm a little biased. I would say yeah. I mean, I we got you got to argue who's better. So we got hmm. him, and then we got Trent. 
on the right. Only 19, by the way. Yep. Freaking amazing for him to step up. So, I mean, he looks shaky at times, but he's also put people in his pocket. Mm -hmm. So I think they do have the defense to hold true. Uh, my concern is the midfield because we are a little shorthanded. We lost Chan. We've lost Oxlade Chamberlain. Um, we don't have Coutinho back there anymore. I mean, even though mm -hmm. he kind of played more forward, but he's still true. And then Lalana's coming back from injury, so I don't think he will play. I don't think Chan's gonna play either. So I think the lineup. It's I think it's gonna be Henderson, Milner, and Gigi went out them. Ronaldo's gonna be in there running around. And so I mean, when they they've Klopp's experimented and played Ronaldo at the six, you know, defensive mid, mm -hmm. and he's actually had pretty decent games. But okay, it's with, usually James's role though, yeah, right? Yeah, but with Milner and Henderson in there, I think Henderson's gonna take the six, and I think mm. Gigi's gonna play in his wings. And he's not been that creative going forward. I don't know. He's really hit or miss. So I think yeah. that's gonna be our weak spot. Mm -hmm. Um. And I just get I just get scared because Henderson has a reoccurring uh, heel problem, mm. so you j I just never know when that thing's gonna go out. I'm surprised he's lasted this whole season without yeah. really getting hindered. Oh yeah, I guess he was out earlier with the hamstring. So you th you think he might might take a knock in the game or something? They might have to waste a sub early or something. I mean, I don't I don't think that's gonna happen. I'm just surprised that hasn't happened. Gotcha. Yet. But because it's like I'm just waiting for that. Thing to happen. That's the shooter drop. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, for our sake, hopefully that doesn't happen. And then Milner's been a heavensman, man. I don't, that, that guy just doesn't get tired. Uh, he just runs everywhere. Old, yeah. He just takes freaking crosses off the face that we redirected for all goals. That was the classic. Worst yeah. The worst look. Yeah, oh my god, that was fucking. Oh my god, that was hilarious. I was watching that on my computer at work in the middle of the day on like a Tuesday <laughs> and like I was like oh I just got up and started laughing I had to show everybody I had to pull it up from Twitter <laughs> like like did you see this shit just happen oh my god um so I mean I think it, I think the game is gonna be I mean it's kind of like a basic assessment but I think it's mm. gonna be controlled in the midfield I mean, you know it's kind of why most games are won true but I don't think our defense is leaky enough to give up. I mean I feel like we're gonna give up a goal I just think I think Leon just has the firepower I think we're gonna win 3-1 mm. that's my that's my score okay. prediction okay I think every one of our the trident scores I think Salah, Mane and Firmino score okay I think Ronaldo pokes one through okay so this is gonna be like a team offensive effort versus an individual offensive effort you think it might well, be I was I mean or in terms of the score sheet, because you never know how it is. I, re I really have a hunch. I, I really think Mane is going to score for sure. Like, that's my only for sure thing. Because you think the Real might be sleeping on Mane then? Just kind of overloading well, on, on Bobby well, and, and, and Salah? Well, he's the unsung. Like, well, he's been a, arguably our best player in the Champions League. He's fueled us to a couple of victories. But, right. I mean, Salah... Salah like, on paper, you, you, don't, yeah. you don't necessarily... He's not your one or two, yeah. right? I mean, he's had a better season than last year, and people sleep on him. That's like that's the thing about Mane is like right. everyone's like, oh, he's had bad games, he's had bad games. He's put up better numbers this like total tallies than than last season, right? But I mean, Firmino's obviously the workhorse. He does 
He does everything. He's my favorite player. He does everything and more than he's like us, like a center mid playing forward. He just he's literally what you want, what Klopp wants. He's like the perfect player for Klopp's system because he can get forward and he's an unselfish. Talking about money. Uh, I'm talking oh, about, I'm talking about Bobby. Yeah, 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 in the middle. Yeah, he's yeah. like the perfect player. Like he does a great hold up play. Exactly. Great hold up play. Let's do great. It's like, it'll, like dude, he'll come back in like the 89th minute and come make a tackle, and then like he'll sprint forward and you know get back on offense. So like hmm. he's like <laughs> he's a box to box striker. It's kind of it, yeah. He's, he's like a very yeah. like unique player. It's kind, it's kind of like the way the style that they run is like if you if they didn't have that type of guy. Like it'd be so so much harder, yeah. Because it'd be have too much too many holes back there, right? I mean, he you would just, think. I mean, he opens up. I mean, Salah grabs the headlines, but I mean, if it wasn't for for Mio and Mane, like, I don't think he'd be as successful because I mean, he opens up those lanes, just in their positioning and they just they're free flowing. Mm-hmm. He just opens up those lanes for Salah. Yep. So I mean, Salah's the man that's in form right now, and like I kind of want to say that he's gonna get a goal. He's the for, sensation, bro. Yeah, but for some reason, I don't know why. I just have a feeling Mane's gonna put one in. And man, Mo Salah's all of his goals are so beautiful to watch. Mm-hmm. They're just like so majestic. Just like when you just don't think it's gonna happen, it happens. Mm-hmm. Versus like Mane is more just like boom, he just hits you quick. Mane's like, frustrating because he like. <laughs> He has easy chances and he like yeah. doesn't put him in and then he gets the like a difficult chance. Yeah. It's just like man. Yeah. So I mean I think yeah Salah can pull a, a majestic goal. I don't know. Bobby's had some funky looking ones though. Yeah. <laughs> Bob, yeah, as long as it goes funny. in, man. Yeah. Bobby's funny, bro. <laughs> he might he might pull a no look on you. That's the that's the kind of, that's the kind of guy. And then do his dance. Oh man. They're doing the they're doing the karate kicks this season. That's funny. <laughs> Bobby um, started doing the karate kicks, and then like Mane scored, and you started copying whatever Bobby did. <laughs> and then Mo just does his thing. They they uh, Lavren was doing this like uh, this YouTube clip. I don't know if you saw it, where he's like talking to Mo. He's like, "Why are you so? Why don't you ever smile when you score? <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you so? Why are you so mad? Are you not happy to score goals or what's up?" <laughs> Oh, that was pretty funny. That's so funny. Lavren scored in the final game. I think he scored the second goal off a corner. He came in and mm-hmm. knocked one in. And he did the Salah. He literally <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Mo he mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, he's like, why, why, are you taking, why are you taking my thing then? That's funny, bro. I hope, I hope they keep both. I hope they keep Lavren over the summer. Oh, it man. seems like that they have a good thing going in the locker room. That might be true. That I might mean, be like, true. He needs shit like that. Yeah, man. Mo Salah has been like the revelation upon revelations. Like, yeah, I remember when we were talking at the beginning of the season because you were all, as most Liverpool fans, were all up in arms about the whole Coutinho situation. Yeah. Like, is this fool dipping? We don't want him to dip. If he does dip, what do we do? Like, it was like constantly, boom, the floppy-haired Egyptian right here on the pin, bro. That's a sick one. Where'd you get this thing? I just popped up online one day. And you like, just I like, have to get yeah, this shit. I have to get this shit. I don't, it just knows, man. Around, Google know? ad knows, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we were talking, and, and then we're like, oh, they got Mo Salah. And, like, I had, so funny, I'd, like, played, like, FIFA with Roma the year before, and I'd seen some of his goals. And I was like, oh, Salah's a solid player, bro. Like, you're going to, like, he'll be good. He'll be good for you guys. Watch. 
And you're like, ah, oh, I don't know. Like, we'll, we'll be, like, we'll see, we'll see, we'll wait and see. I'm always, and then, and I'm then, like, he started. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. You have to be like, for me, I've been beaten down as a sports fan a lot, so it's your default setting sometimes. But like, it was like he came on and was just like started off on fire, and then it was like, bro, what I, I was like, bro, what I tell yeah. you? <laughs> and then he got to like Christmas time and was just still killing, and I'm like. Bro, I told you, but I did not tell you like this. <laughs> and then he got to like fucking, and then it's like we're into springtime, and he's still re- still bagging goals, and it's like I'm like, oh my god, yeah, dude, just, I did not expect not this at all. Like, yeah, nobody did. Oh my god, People, how many songs does he have? Like the supporters group? Like, I know at least three. Right, <laughs> man. Uh, I think I've heard at least three for sure. I think I've heard a fourth one, but I don't know if it's as popular. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Like so many songs. That doesn't happen for nobody, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially being like, uh, um, like coming from like an Arab country in like the UK where there's like a lot of tensions and stuff like that about like that stuff. He's like completely, everyone loves him. Like, Honestly, that's one of the coolest things. That yeah. Most solid is like, he's came in and like. They have a song about him, and it's just like being Muslim too, and all. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. pretty dope. That yeah, you know, you're and he, him out like they that. talked about that in the thing, and he said he really loved it and like enjoyed it. And I've I've seen I've seen him mention it. Mm-hmm. Like he feels like it brings people together, which is awesome, which is yeah. cool. That's what we need right now. Definitely, and that's like cool because that whole like the whole top three, they all look different, but they all love each other and they all play mm-hmm. together so well. <laughs> Man, Bobby's a Brazilian, and then you got uh, Mane, he's like French, right? Mane is, I think, from Senegal. Senegal, is he? I don't want to misquote this. I think he's playing for the French national team, though. Sadio Mane? Is he? No, he's got his oh, team in the World Cup. Oh, I'm thinking. Yeah, Senegal. 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 I was right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. I saw somebody else and I thought it was him. Never mind. He started in France. That's why he played in France. That's why I was thinking domestically. Yeah. That's what I was looking him up the other day. Um... No, he, yeah, because him, they were looking, they were, um, because of Mo and Mane are both from Africa, and then, um, Nabi Kita is coming, he's from Africa, and then we have, um, Kita's good. Who's so the guy? fast. Who we got at Torres Quad? Kita's from Ivory Coast, I want to say. Um, uh, who's the guy at Torres Quad, center back? Oh shoot! We um, played for Cameroon, <clears throat> so we have like a hell of people from Africa yeah. on our squad. And yeah, it's, it's like it's kind of crazy. Yeah, man. Um, Joel Matip, there it is. Matip, that's yeah. right, that's right. I do remember him. He's had some good moments, but he's had some not so great ones too. But mm-hmm. he's, I guess that's Liverpool defense mm-hmm. for you. But um, what was I gonna say? The other thing too is just like. Man, he's like so low key and like everybody, like he doesn't do like he's not he's like he's not that flamboyant. No, not at all. And he's like, uh, he kind of fly under the radar, but everybody knows him though. <laughs> like everybody, he just gets attacked. I've like seen some interviews with him and stuff like that. The um, Salah. Yeah, with Mo, uh, Mohammed. Uh, kind of the way I look at it too, for like this game it's going to be difficult to match up with Real like the little midfielders that they have they got Cruz they got Modric they got like guys like Asensio in there mm-hmm. um, I, come in. 
I'm sorry, who did you say? Is it Isco? 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 Yeah, you're right, you're right. I was blanking on his name for a while because I knew they had another guy. They got Isco is really good. Gareth Bale's on the bench probably coming off. Yeah. Um, um, you got who, who wants, Benz. Who wants their... Ronaldo. Who do you think is going to be their starting lineup? For Real? I was, yeah. I was trying to look it up, just try to see what people were predicting. But obviously you got Marcelo in there. Um, you, you got Ferran. You think Casemiro's going to start? I, I don't know, honestly. Because if he does, he'll give him more shape defensively. But this year he hasn't been playing as good as before. Um, I'm not really sure. But yeah, the the one place I think you guys might be vulnerable is gonna be those wingers though. Mm-hmm. I think that and then Ronaldo's, and then up, Ronaldo's gonna take on Trent. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely gonna happen. Yep. And I think on the other side too, they they might be able to find some success. Um, but yeah, that midfield like Luca and Tony Cruz just control it with their passing mm-hmm. so so pristinely that it's like it's difficult um, if you're not 100 percent into it like to like. Um, I mean, if you don't have the right tactics and the formations to like make it make it work, but uh, it's gonna be exciting. It'll be an exciting, exciting game for sure. That's uh, yeah. Ronaldo can just pull magic out of his freaking out of nowhere, man. Because it's like you think you immediately think that Ronaldo is gonna or like Real is just gonna like stunt on our defense, but it's like. Our offense can easily stunt on their defense as well. Yeah, and this might be one of the games where if the first team scores, they might not necessarily win the match. Yeah, Yeah. no, definitely. I think it's going to come down to all like 90 minutes. I think the biggest question mark for Real is going to be Marcelo when he makes chances going forward. Because if he gets caught out, which he does get caught out a lot, um, for good reasons. He's a talented-ass player. Like, dude scores crazy goals sometimes or makes dope-ass assists. But he makes those crazy runs, and they they miss on one. Y'all can hit him quickly yeah. back the other way, man. I think, I think if you think about it, because that's Salah's side, right, on the right plays, side, because he plays left back. Marcelo plays right back or left back. No, he plays left back, doesn't he? Because if he plays left, then he's matched up with Salah. Right. They have, I think, is it Lucas Vasquez? Lucas Vasquez is yeah. going to be dealing with Mane. Right. And then, who Firmino's got? Either, either center back, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He plays left back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always, I always remember because he's on the left, same side as Ronaldo when they move forward. Because he's always running up, and Ronaldo will, will come out wide, and sometimes he'll run up the middle, or he'll have a, like an overlapping run out to the outside with Ronaldo. They always play those games, and it's like that combination is really deadly when they have the possession. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they lose it, man, they can get caught out because you know Ronaldo is a Tends, tends to jog back. He's not always necessarily the, yeah. the guy to do that. I mean, for good reason, too. Saving his conservative yeah. energy for yeah. attacking. See, I'm not worried about Benzema. I think Van Dyke, <sighs> I think yeah. Van Dyke's going to shut Benzema down. You say that, but sometimes... Benz is always the it's a frustrating character because when you like expect him to do stuff, he doesn't do it. But when you don't expect him to do stuff, sometimes he scores and does some crazy shit. Like I don't know if you saw that, uh, that movie began, made against that lady last year. Where he was like up against like the um, the end line, and he like juked it between like three defenders, and then came in and I think either scored the goal or assisted somebody. But yeah, he he can pull like shit like that out of his ass like just out of nowhere. And 
But then, like, when you need him, when you expect him to, like, put up a good performance, he doesn't always deliver. So, Benz is, for the last, like, two or three years, I've always thought it might be the guy to move out for, like, for the Real lineup, right? He's still there. He's still there, man. Still doing his, doing, doing what he needs to, I guess. Yeah, it'll be exciting. Obviously, the tactical matchup. Uh... Zidane is like the type of manager that'll kind of let his players be a little free flowing and do do what they're good at. Damn, I'm just reading some stats here. Conceded 44 goals in the league this season. This season, 60 goals in all comps. Mm. That's only 30 percent have been kept a clean sheet. So, like I said, I think I think we're gonna get goals. Oh, that's not my issue. Mm-hmm. It's how many goals do we give up? And then we like to strike early too, and this they like to concede early. So that is true. They, so you can get them. How many times have they come back in the Champions League this year? Yeah, the both teams have that quality where they can still put up like two or three in the last twenty minutes. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's definitely not within like uh, the realm of possibility to be able to do that. It's like we don't have the depth to like. It looks like mm. we get tired over ninety, or right. over eighty at least. But I honestly think that has to do with us advancing so far, and we've we've been mm-hmm. playing two games a week for how long? That's true. You guys so, had some time off now. Yeah, now we got two weeks since our last game. It's just like we should, we should be ready. Yeah, the bench is definitely deeper for Real. They can just dig into the bag, and like I said, they can bring freaking Gareth Bale off the bench, yeah. like. That is just insane, and I mean, who else? Who else do they have to offer? Um, depending on who's playing Let's in the go. midfield. Casemiro, I know, comes up. What, Marco Asensio. Marco Asensio. He he's been playing more. Yeah, what they'll do sometimes is they'll they'll throw him out in the wing. They'll move Ronaldo inside, and sometimes they'll take Benz out, or they'll just move Benz more of a like a lower lying role, kind of like a number ten role, um, and. It kind of it kind of works for them sometimes, but uh, you're right. The Isco he comes in, he can play like out on the wings too and stuff. He's a little bit like a midfielder can go like a little bit, you know. Um, he can roam around in the midfield, especially in the middle when uh, he's got Cruz and Modric behind him mm-hmm. too. So those guys are like they all have him coming in just like those are super quick man. They can just run forever too. Um, it'd be interesting to see who uh, Zidane decides to pick in the starting eleven, though. That'll be they. They've had Kaylor Navas, and they've been trying to get his ass out, like from like all the. They've been like trying to kick him out for the last two or three years. <laughs> he yeah. just keeps winning Champions Leagues. Like man, that dude is is a solid, solid, solid uh, goalie. Because he makes some crazy saves. He he gives up some, but man, he he makes some crazy ones. Yeah, dude. Yeah, go for it, go for it. So yeah, back at it. We're just kind of wrapping up, just some thoughts on like this Champions League final and just like how crazy it is. First off, it's in Ukraine, right, Kiev? Yep. Like, I've also heard the crazy shit show happen about like fuck, fuck UEFA. Yeah. yeah, you need to change that. You need to make 
the Champions League final more accessible and more mm. touristly friendly yes. attractions to I'll, cities and states or whatever. I will agree. I will co-sign that because it's been a shit show getting to Kiev for like a lot of people from what I hear. There's a lot of uh, um, hotels that have like canceled on people and then mm-hmm. charged like 10 times amount mm-hmm. for other people to come. There's been the cancellation of a lot of flights from Liverpool. Yeah. Um, I, I saw there was a reading an article today there like about like what three to six flights got canceled leaving yeah. hundreds of people like stranded like I mean there's no direct flights that go from Liverpool to Kiev right I think there's one or two a day that go straight from Madrid to Kiev mm-hmm. but yeah I mean why it's the arguably their biggest club event in his like in the world right why wouldn't you make put it in a more popular location true I, I don't know yeah, because they, they've been like move they move it around and they kind of be try to be as like um, fair with it and trying to give it as many different countries and and like trying to give it to some new regions farther east and stuff like that like Eastern European nations. Yeah, I this mean, is I like pushing it. Yes, but like Ukraine, really. Yeah, because they had it in like they've had it in Istanbul. They've had it in like uh, where they have it last year in like uh, Wales, right? Was it Wales? feel like it was um because i remember gareth bale didn't like play much in the game and that was like the big thing was that he was playing on home soil um oh that's the 2016 one the 2016 one was oh, so um, yeah. uh Excuse me. I'm, that was a I'm great off, uh, yeah. that was a great final though oh my god cardiff I yeah cardiff that's right right so, yeah, you're right where was the 2016 uh, does he say? They played the match. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, why don't you keep it? Keep it the big cities. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm not. I'm not the one in charge. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it just happened to be the one year your team's in it. Right. Like, but I mean, it's not gonna. Look, I mean, it's not gonna affect the game, anyways. Well, maybe I the atmosphere, yeah, dude. No, honestly, I it could. It could. Back. It could. I apologize. As a Liverpool fan, I should not have said that. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. We will our our team to win. <laughs> you never walk alone, right? Yeah, is that right? That is correct. Oh man, that'll be very. But yeah, they said about like a thousand fans are like sh- I don't know if they're stranded or they just got straight up canceled on. But right. Yeah, about like two to three flights of like Liverpool fans I was reading uh, there's some people out. decided yeah just not to go like they can't they can't make it work they tried figuring out the flights and everything and they just they couldn't they couldn't plan it out right yeah. Liverpool officials have been like working like day and night trying to figure out solutions and stuff like that there was apparently some people who live in Kiev who are locals who are offering to like house people for free uh, yeah. uh, which would be kind of cool which also could be kind of dicey <laughs> yeah so it's like it's not the most ideal situation, man. Yeah, you just gotta trust the power of sports that you're not gonna get chopped up in the middle of the night. <laughs> the power of sports, yeah, for real. Dude, come stay in my house. Oh, you about to get robbed? <laughs> for real, man. You're just gonna get like raped and like freaking sold into sex trafficking yeah. or something. That's tickets. the that's the part of the world you get sex trafficked, bro. Actually, there is, I think, like every part of the world people get sex trafficked. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, though. It would be it'd be crazy. Yeah, so, I don't know, man. So, 
What time is it going to be we'll in, in Kiev? Because it's like a 10.45 start uh, uh, time over here. 11.45 here, I believe. Or 11.45, you're right. Because I think that's Eastern European Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Summertime. Eastern European Summertime region. And that is because um, uh, I talk to people like that part of the world for my job. Um, schedule phone calls so I should fucking know. It's like 10 or 11 hours off. Something like that. Yeah, anyway, it'll be amazing, it'll be fun, it's just a couple days away, countdown is on to the champions, man, they talk about all the NFL, like, uh, anthem controversy, the funniest thing I saw on Twitter today was some dude going like, man, national anthem fucking sucks, you don't ever hear that shit, like, being sung anywhere else outside of, like, these formal events. The Champions League anthem, though? (laughs) That shit's fire, bro. That shit's legendary. People just randomly do... (laughs) You can hear the horns and you can just taste the Heineken. (laughs) Oh, man. But we'll wrap this up, though, Alan. I do appreciate you coming through um, to to the crew out here and uh, blessing us with your presence. Got to talk a lot of sports. Got to reminisce on a lot of cool stuff and talk some NBA hoops and baseball. No problem. All the like, you know, just the the normal shit we would normally kick it and just be chopping it up about. I'll probably I'll probably be back. Yeah, we should do some World Cup action for sure. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, bringing my other friend Miguel. Maybe we can just get like a, a multi group podcast going, just like all the homies together to do some chop so- shop on soccer. Since we found out the PlayStation Five isn't coming out for a couple of years. Oh my God! Uh, yeah. FIFA's going too. Yo, for real. That's going to be the... Dude, what the hell, PlayStation? We literally just read an article today that PlayStation's not dropping until 2021 or something like that. rumor. (sighs) Man, I was going to hold out hope for the the new PS next year, 2019, but I might have to just cop a four, I guess. I don't know. Maybe you just wait till something official because you watch you buy it and then they're going to... That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's, it's annoying. But uh, I need a phone first. I'm thinking I might get a Samsung S9. Mm-hmm. Or I was going to ask you about how you like the Google. I love the Pixel. I mean, It's the Pixel 2, right? Yeah, the Pixel 2 from Google. I, I heard mean, the three specs are like leaked or something. I mean, <laughs> uh, side note, I've been come, I came from an iPhone 5. Okay, okay. So, you know, bear in mind that I could just be amazed by the newest technology. You're right. I never had the six, six S plus seven, or like or Samsung. So okay, okay. I've never. I've always had like the basic. I came from sixteen gigs, and so now the mm-hmm. fact that I have like sixty four, like I can actually have all my apps, and I don't have. I can save pictures. And I, that shit's amazing mm-hmm. to me. So right. I mean, I might not be the best person to ask about the newest specs, but I mean, the camera's pretty awesome. I mean. The, the the reaction speed and everything is is pretty cool. I mean, my little I love my little Google Assistant. I ask it shit all the time. Okay. Okay. Um, I would recommend it. I mean, people used to talk shit because I had an iPhone five, and then now <laughs> my now that I got a Pixel, people talk shit because I got an Android. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so always now I'm it's not always in, you always get so it. So now I'm not in a bunch of group chats anymore because <laughs> I don't fuck shit up. So. <laughs> Fuck all you guys that used to talk shit. But 
That's I mean, I love this phone. <laughs> I mean, the, the reaction time for the fingerprint scanner is like second to none. Oh, it's on the back, huh? Yeah, it's very convenient. Oh, okay. Yeah, because on this one right here, like this one, this S7, it's just like, it's right here on the front, like on the bottom, which is where, uh, where I normally have it and all that stuff. But, or it's, it's normally it is, but like the, uh, I just got paid. Just got my deposit from work. Woo! Um, yeah, this one is is like VJ's old phone, mm -hmm. which I've been thank thank thankful that he's uh, let me use it. I've had it for about like a year now or something like that. But um, yeah, before this one, the seven, I had the S five, and I actually got that as like a gift from mm -hmm. like uh, um, for graduating college. So that was a, a blessing, and I got that one like right when it came out, which yeah. is cool. And then before then, I had the S three, and then before the S three, I think I had a BlackBerry. But it was one of those BlackBerry flip phone things. This was like one of like one of the, when they were mm -hmm. trying to try new shit. Oh, um, BlackBerry back in the day. But yeah, with the little one, little trackball. Yep. Yeah. It was a, one of the sliding ones. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, my uncle had one of the old school like Blackberries, like back in two, early two thousands Blackberries. Yeah. Is that a real thing? I just make that up. I don't know. Anyway, let's not. Anyway, yeah, and then I had a razor before that one, so like we're really going back there. So I've always been kind of team Android and on that. So I saw the nines at like they have some real good prices at Costco. I can get it. There's like a, they have a really good deal for it right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking about maybe getting it, but I don't know. I can. Um, I don't know. Maybe you let me play around with your, your Google, and I can kind of see if I tell the how it works, how, you, how it feels, layouts and everything, mm -hmm. how the apps work. But um, yeah, I think those are my two leaders in the clubhouse right now is probably the Google Pixel 2 and then like the Galaxy S, S9. But I haven't even seen the different specs on the different models of the S9 too either. And like taking that into consideration, I usually get a base model and I'm pretty content with everything I get. I'm not like super crazy where I need the latest phone, but it's, it's this one is just like, it's getting older and it's getting like, uh, mm -hmm. you know, um, the battery is like starting to, I could tell, not la not take as much. That was, that was my big takeaway is like I had my phone for like three to four years. Oh, that's solid. So, so I never, yeah, I, I never really dropped it or anything. I kind of took care of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I'm not the type of person that needs the newest phone every year. Mm -hmm. And so my issue is like... I, my parents were trying to sway me away because I'm on their plan. They wanted me mm. to get um, get something a little more reasonable with the price. And so I was like, all right, well, this is the flagship phone, and it's not as expensive as the Samsung. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, the latest technology, so equate that over, like, three years, you know. If I can make that, it'll last at least two. Right. Two to three. It's just, like, then I'm not, that, need, I'm not that far behind mm. with technology-wise. Like it shoots 4K and everything like that, 60 frames and all all that stuff. The oh, camera, does, wow. the camera is second to none. My only negative thing about it is you have to get the little adapter for mm. your aux cord. Okay. And then um, this doesn't really affect me, but um, like the the grays are kind of off. So like the blacks are like like extremely black. So okay. if it's like illuminated like this and you like look down, like you can kind of see the grays if that makes sense okay it's just like the resolution so if you like turn the, if you turn it like all the way is it all the way down or all the way up i don't know 
-hmm. but and you make it dark it's not exactly like pitch black and so okay. people have been complaining okay. about that okay. like like pixel wise mm -hmm. i can kind of see where you, where you see it because of the black background that you can you can you can tell mm -hmm. the and then i guess when you like when you like look off it kind of has like a bluish tint to it mm. so like that shit doesn't really bother me like I'm right. not i'm not like that picky about a phone i'm more interested in the other stuff mm -hmm. so like those are the only negative things i've really heard about it because like i have like the little pop socket on the back so i can just pop this up and i have like dual stereo uh, not stereo well I, it isn't stereo now because i have i have two speakers coming up the mm. left and the right mm. so like, i'm watching shows and stuff and like uh -huh. It's how's the, the sound on it? It actually. sounds actually really good. I mean, it's a phone, so you're not gonna get super bass, right? But it's actually really clear. Okay, you know, so it's like I watch, I'll, I mean, I'll get up every morning and I'll be laying in bed and I'll, I'll watch, like, I'll watch, I'll watch the Liverpool games. I'll just pop that up so I don't because I usually just watch on my computer and I'll have the sound and stuff, but mm -hmm. I mean, I'll watch shows and stuff, and it's, it's pretty clear. Okay, so okay. I mean, that's one thing to look at it. I mean, I don't really play a lot of music. Like off of it, you use the I, apps. Usually, I usually have like my headphones or something, and I'll, oh, I'll listen right, right, that right, way. Right. So I don't really like blast music, but I mean, when I'm in the shower and I'm playing music, it's just like I, I can actually hear the lyrics and I can hear the words and stuff, and I don't have to like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I have my Google Home too. Yeah, so I have a Google Home and I can cook that up to it. Okay, okay. I don't know. I I like it. I would recommend it. If you're looking for a new Android, because it's not the most expensive, but I think how much does it run? Uh, or how? Who do you look, have? Who do you have? I have to look up the specs. I have AT and T, so I bought mm. it. Um, you can buy it through Verizon, but I bought it like without a plan, and I did programmed it myself and everything. So okay. it, it's compatible with every um, manufacturer, mm -hmm. but you'd have to buy it from Google. Right, that's if what you I have figured. AT and T. That's why I figure what most of the Google phones are like that, um, mm -hmm. because like yeah, they only have the Verizon deal, right? Yeah, and then it's just like I mean it's it's not not that hard to transfer your stuff. I just like looked it up. Yeah, there's some sites that helped me because I had like uh, an appointment to take it in, and I was just like, yeah, I'm lazy. I don't want to go. I'll just do it myself. The you, the tutorials are so good nowadays online. Yeah. it's like they and then if you just read some of the forums, they'll have like picture by picture steps to mm -hmm. how to do it. So exactly. it's, it's pretty pretty. Um, you're right, exactly on that. I mean, I'm kind of I'm pretty like, intuitive. Kinda. I'm kind of tech savvy too, so it's like um that shit doesn't like dumbfound me. I can usually figure some stuff out, stuff like that. Very true. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'd be. Uh, I think I'm gonna get it next month, probably in a couple paychecks from now. Um, how much of that won't run you though? Uh, I can look it up. Because you're probably doing the payment plans, huh? Uh, per month or something, or did I, you did you I, make a deposit on it? I think I think I paid outright. Cause I had a deal. It was around Christmas time. It was around my birthday, and it's like you pay so much. Um, I didn't get the there's the Pixel and then there's the Pixel XL. I just got the the regular Pixel. Okay. So I didn't get the most expensive phone. What was the uh, difference between the XL and the regular? It was about a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. What's the difference with the specs or the what the features? Uh, it's honestly like you like, like size two hundred bucks. For the Pixel, the Pixel XL, it's literally just a bigger screen, and then oh, they okay. have. Um, oh, it goes. This, the screen goes down a little farther. Yeah. It goes the up bezels. A yeah, the bezels uh, right here are smaller on the Pixel. 
Absolutely. Yeah, they do that with the iPhones too nowadays. It's like because the camera. I want to say the camera is the same. There's only there's only one thing that's a little different, and I think it's this the, this processor right here. Mm, okay. Uh, don't quote me on that. I know I'm about to be on your podcast. No, you're good. You're good. Well, uh, we I'll, I'll check into it. We'll get into the specifics, but I just wanted to hear from it because you just got recently that one. And the thing that though you that you always showed us when we'd go out and like drinking and stuff is anytime a music like some song would come on, it would pop up, right? Uh, like, yeah, it has like a, <laughs> yeah. it has like a built-in. Um, it's kind of like that old Shazam app. Oh yeah, I still have Shazam, bro. <laughs> I still use it every so it's often. Built into your phone, and it doesn't. You don't. You just have to like turn it on, and then it listens in the background for music and so like we'll be at bars or like people will be playing stuff on Spotify and like mm-hmm. it just pops up and alerts you what's playing right now so that's it doesn't that's, save it though right for later or um, can you, you can you feed? you can click you can like click on it uh-huh. so like it'll pop up as like a like as like a oh like a bar okay so it'll pop up on your home screen notifications like, when whatever. you're when you're just laying it there but this is like if you open up your phone it'll have like a little little drop down bar and you can click on it and it'll take you to um like either like the google play store or like spotify and oh. you can stream it and stuff so all, oh, all your different okay, little okay. um musical types it'll that's take you to dope you. that's dope so it's kind of built into the phone i guess or yeah i gotta yeah i'll do my research because i gotta see what the nine's kicking with because i saw just some just a few things and it looks solid like i saw i saw like a video or two I need to get VJ's opinion on it because I know he knows everything about everything about the phones probably because yes. <laughs> you know he, he follows a lot of the, the tech reviewers yes he does he referenced me and I watched a couple of them and yeah so I'll talk to him I'll talk to him this weekend yeah I'll talk to him this weekend on that um, our boy David uh, Chow also celebrating doing uh, being done with school so we're gonna have a good good ass time with him Mm-hmm. Um and yeah. So tune in, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Score prediction. All right. Sunday, who are you going for? I know you're neutral, but S- Saturday you mean? Yeah, Saturday. Excuse me. My bad. I will go three two Liverpool. Three two Liverpool. With okay. the the with I'll go a goal from someone you don't expect to the beginning at like from Real I'll get two from Firmino and one from Salah oh okay and then I'll, I will also go one for Ronaldo to cut the lead from three to one to three to two and there will be a furious ten minutes of Real of Madrid just knocking at the door and I think Liverpool, Liverpool will stand on their head and will, will, will hold it down Despite the fact that that is their weakest part of like is actually having to buckle down and do that, they're gonna have to win it on the defensive end. Right, because I, I think that. that there's no there's gonna because they're gonna have their enough chances on offense to score enough. Right, it's a matter of exactly that. Can they do enough? Can Real just miss enough chances? Because we two years ago when they played Atletico Madrid, you thought Atletico had it down when they were playing the most clamped down style of defense mm-hmm. that you could possibly play against Real and it didn't, it just all went to shit right at the end right. and like it just it blew up all in their face they played a hundred and like what was it 
because they went into extra times too, right? I believe. Honestly, they no, they were up one nothing the whole match, so it went into like the ninety fifth minute, and then they fucking gave up a goal, and then Real scored like two or three more <laughs> in the extra time. But you, it takes that effort. You got to play ninety plus minutes against this team because they they won't lay down for you, man. It'll be fucking fun. I'll I'll say that. I hope so. I will say I hope so. As long as uh, we get more than three goals, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be happy. I, I do think, I think there's going to be multiple goals. Yeah. On both sides. Yeah, I hope so. For sure. Any event. Um, anything else you want to plug? Or, like, I know this game's sick, everything right now. Um, you want to shout yourself out? Where can the people find you? Uh, you you got anything me, you're working uh, on? I mean... If you have any uh, digital media needs, just graduated. Boom, right I can there. Help you out. Videography, motion graphics. You can find me on Instagram, Swift underscore 89. I think it's the same for Twitter. So that's S W I F F? Yes, like Swiffer without the E R. Boom. Underscore 89. Bam. Um, I think it's the same for Twitter. I'm on Facebook, Alan Miller, but uh, I don't really go on Facebook anymore. Hit him on the Instagram, hit him on Twitter. You, you're probably more commonly found on those locales, if I'm not mistaken. That's where I'm more, more most prominent. <laughs> I'll be debuting, debuting some work here pretty soon, now that I'm out of school. I got the rights to everything. <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. So you got like a boxing, I know I you got to work in the boxing. I showcase though. some of my, uh, my portfolio. Start cleaning that up. Nice. Put a little reel together or something. Yep. That's what I'm hoping to do. We'll see what happens. Hell yeah, I gotta, get, I gotta get active on that. I really like some of the stuff you showed me about, like where with the 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 boxing documentary that you did. You've been working on. I know you've like been doing a couple different things on it. Yeah, I wanted to change some stuff. I think I might change it now, but we'll see. Okay. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get it out to them. I know they've been waiting on it, and I've been mm. working on some other stuff too. Gotcha. So I got some projects in the work. We'll see. We can talk about that next time, though. Yeah, so we'll have the follow up. We'll have the World Cup preview or something like that, or maybe maybe like we'll we'll break down some group group stage action or something. Uh, we'll we'll be keeping you updated over here. I I give a shit about it, so we'll, I'll be talking about it. <laughs> That's pretty much the, the threshold of what the fuck it happens on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, do I care about it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we go, yes. We gonna do it. Anyway, this has been episode 25. It's been a fucking doozy. So uh, take this in chunks. Uh, <laughs> I don't recommend listening to all this unless mm-hmm. unless you got a four-hour like chore that you really fucking need to do. And that's like a fucking shit ton of yard work or something. I don't know what you're doing. Maybe you're remodeling the house. I don't know. Anyway... Damn, we might have to cap our episodes. <laughs> Look, sports can go for days. I know, man. I, I that's my problem too. I'm a talker. Once you get me going, I just I just I keep going. That's kind of my thing. I'm glad you're here to counterbalance, counter, counterbalance and keep up because I've like drowned out some of my guests in the past a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, I appreciate you coming through, uh, spending some time out here. It is. Um, well, it crossed over to the next day, so it's like Friday now. But it's May, started the twenty fourth. Now it's the twenty fifth, and yeah, episode twenty five. You can follow along on Stitcher. Uh, you can go. Uh, is it Apple Podcasts or iTunes Podcasts? Yeah, you can go on there. We're on there. You can go on Google Play. 
uh, store. You can go in there and find us in the music app. We, like I said, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, we're also on. And yeah, that's uh, the base. And then like the home, home network, SoundCloud, at The Puro Caballero Show. On all of those, you can find us. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Puro Caballero. That's P-U-R-O-C-A-B-A-L-L-E-R-O. Links in the description. Sign it off. Take it easy. Till next time. Peace.